1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the
0: Super J I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonald. How are you, my friend? We are well. It's a it's a slow week this week. Um, the post G1 Blues, as we like to call it, um, where everybody is off and everybody is off doing different things, and New Japan kind of takes a back seat. Uh, but uh, listen, we wanted to get together. Let's do it. Let's do a show. We kind of opened it up to a lot of you, the listeners for your uh, questions and feedback and uh, kind of get you guys involved. So uh, that's that's the – you you guys are driving the ship sort of this week um, with Joel as the, uh, the co-passenger, co-driver, co-something. Um, and, and if that doesn't work out, we'll give you our diet tips. So, <laughs> so we can go into that as well.
1: Yeah, we're both trying to get in shape because we want to look our hunkiest for – All the adoring fans who are going to come and meet us and want to take photos of us at at Madison Square Garden in April,
0: right? Listen, it's going to be like the Beatles coming to New York, or Duran Duran in '84, or uh, uh, One Direction. It's going to be that's what's going to feel like when we hit Madison Square Garden. Um, You know, the 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 focus and the shift will be on us instead of the product. I'm sure, as as seventeen thousand fans go screaming. For Demon Joel, <laughs> boy, that ain't gonna happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that was all ironic. We're not expecting anyone to mm. come meet us. Uh, if you, I, <laughs> I've asked people to give me crisps. Yeah. So, yeah. if I if I if I get you know one bag of crisps given to me at Madison Square Garden, I'll be a happy man. What? And I, actually, on the topic of crisps, um, someone on our Discord, um, it was John Ensman, actually told me about these crisps called The Whole shebang. Have you heard of these crisps?
0: No. Are they? Oh, oh yeah. Th- are
1: those the one that you showed me? Yes, the prison crisps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no I, now, from what I've I've read, all, all these articles and stuff, apparently they're like the most delicious crisps in the world. It's like every flavour mixed together. There's like, you know, a bit of barbecue, a bit of salt and vinegar. So they sound incredible. So I'm going to do my very best to try and get my hands on some of them.
0: Why don't you do this? I mean... I'll I can get them and ship them to you. Um, now I got a care package going to uh, editor Dan that literally has been sitting in my in, in my dining room table for two weeks now. But luckily all of these these things are non perishable, so we're, we're fine. Um, but I got to send that out. Why don't I, I look for the, these chips or crisps and uh, I can send them to you if you if you can't wait. Or if you need to have the surprise come April and the the treat then. So you tell me. We can do either. I will wait. Oh. I will wait for
1: April. So I, I've got three big things to look forward to. F- meeting your hunky self mm-hmm. in the flesh. Yes. This amazing wrestling show we're going to go to. And finally getting to taste these delicious crisps. So
0: I can hardly wait. Yes. I, I'll tell you what, though. You... You we're kidding around and you know, I kind of went to one extreme. I think you went the other extreme. There are going to be people that are going to come up to us and and meet us. And that's, you know, both a good thing for me and a bad thing for me because I can't handle all that. I have to drink and it'd be nuts. Um but there will be and just in our section alone. Um, you know, um London Joel, as we like to call him, um, is is coming in for this, him and his wife. Um, There are other people from like Chicago and and California that I know coming to the show. Um, So at the very least, you're going to be meeting a handful of people. And if we kind of work our thing, and again, we are in very preliminary stages, but we're going to do something. Whether it's a meetup, whether it's maybe something more, who knows. Uh, But we're going to do something um, come April for this Madison Square Garden show it should be a great time um again what it looks like right now we don't know but we know definitely something will occur that that weekend
1: yeah i'm also excited to meet some of the people from voices of wrestling mm-hmm. who uh i've been listening to their stuff for a very long time so if you're looking for me i probably won't be in my seat i'll be looking for them so <laughs> there you go
0: by that time maybe we will have the t-shirt so you know <laughs> you can yes.
1: Big big T shirt news coming soon. Mm -hmm. We finally pull our finger out and pony up that. How much we got to pay? Seventy five dollars for the yeah seventy five bucks for the pro wrestling
0: tees. We'll pony that up. Um, We have like again we have one design complete right, and then we we are we waiting for another one. I mean we actually have three. I mean we have our logo that we have right, Um, and then we have the uh, number one design. We'll call it. Um, and are we waiting for number two, Joel?
1: Yeah, we are. Okay. Another idea has popped into my head. Do you know the Thai artist Tapla?
0: Yes, yes, I do.
1: I'm tempted to commission her to do some like chibi art of uh, you and I together. Oh. You know, sort of
0: like golden Lover style. Wouldn't that be self indulgent? That would be that would that's right up my alley. Self indulgent is I'm, I'm the king of. Uh, you know what? I would be in on that. I let's do that. Yes. All right. So, yes. Let's do that. That'd be fun.
1: All right. Um, Scampi, stop it! No, oh. he's biting plastic again. Oh no! He, oh dear. Uh, I, I, am I going to have to? No, I'm going to have to go and stop him because uh, he he loves chewing on plastic and then he'll yeah. swallow it and it'll he'll get ill. Yeah. No. Hold yeah, on no one doubt. moment, please. Um, right. While I'm chastising my cat um <laughs> i don't know you talk
0: about something all right i'll take care of this from here joel you uh take care of what's going on there. uh that cat kind of, i'll tell you what uh is uh quite quite the show stopper and uh literally the show stopper i stopped the show uh but it has his own uh little uh, section on our discord and here's me vamping by the way um and maybe scampi can come with us to madison square garden wouldn't that be wonderful to see uh... yeah i'll pack him in my suitcase I, I,
1: you know what he does actually we bought these little snacks from him from spain uh little chicken cubes but he doesn't eat them he just plays around with them and every time we're about to go on holiday he picks up his chicken cube and he puts them in our suitcase and it really breaks my heart oh my it, it, in in my mind sort of i'm projecting onto him that he's wanting to come on holiday with us and he's putting his snack in the suitcase because, you know, he wants a little snack oh, on the journey. My goodness. And then it makes me really sad.
0: Yeah. My cats don't want anything to do with me. It's, it's hilarious. So my wife will go away on business for like a week. And it's, this one just happened like maybe two weeks ago. And the cats know when she goes away because she brings up her suitcase, uh, like her luggage, um, and, and starts packing. And the cats see that and know that mom's going away for a while. And so I drop her off at the airport, come back. And every time Joel, this has, she's probably been away for a week, three times. She usually is like, you know, two days, three days at the most. But when she, every time she goes away, I come back from the airport. I kid you not come home, open the door. And there's cat puke everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> right. I, I It's unbelievable. Like they don't throw up all the time. One of them does, but, um, Everywhere, every time they leave, so I, I, I'm like, oh fuck, and I hate, I hate cleaning. It up. So I clean it up, uh, but then they like they don't they don't come out to see me. They don't they don't like and and at like the one cat sits by this our dining. We always come in the back door. Like our house is the way the driveway is set up. You pull into the driveway and you're closer to the back door than walking around to the front door. So we always go in the back door, and then we our dining room is kind of right like right there. Um and the cat sits, so she hears the 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 beep of the horn like when we pull into the driveway to, boop, boop, to lock the you know, lock the door, and then we go up the steps, and the cat 's here, and the cats sit by the, the what nobody cares about this, but the cats sit by the dining room table uh so like when I leave to go out and come back and I come in the door. And first, you see them; they're all excited, and then they look at me, and the sheer disappointment that is on their face. They're just like, "Fucking a!" And I'm like, "Yep, it's me, asshole. Not this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, assholes, it's, it's me." Um, and it's, it's a week of that. Um, so they want nothing to do with me. They, they what, what are you gonna do?
1: Well, the separation anxiety is real.
0: It is. I'm telling you, it, it, I truly believe it is. Um, they they love mom. Me? I don't want anything to fucking do with. Sorry of my fucking life. What are you going to do?
1: All right. Well, I'm going to uh, perk you up a bit by starting this show off by reading some of our new iTunes reviews oh, so no. we've got three nice ones here one's from Vinny Mack. he says the super j cast think that you the audience are quite frankly tired of having your in- intelligence insulted they also think that you're tired of the same old simplistic analysis of he's working heel surely the era of the podcast that takes itself too seriously and has unlikable and unrelatable hosts is definitely passé oh, i'm sweating now uh, therefore the super j cast has embarked on a far more innovative and contemporary campaign that's far more invigorating and extemporaneous than ever before, the Super J Cast is definitely the cure for the common show. Um, I think you've probably been a bit too generous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, just but it's two idiots talking about wrestling, right, aren't right, you, right. I'm literally
0: shit. Literally, right now I'm sitting in my underwear <laughs> doing a show. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, um, well, uh, a lot of thinking going into that, but uh, and we appreciate that. But um, yeah, we're just too dope talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling, but we appreciate it. Thanks.
1: Okay. Next one is from Jay Weezy, nineteen eighty one. I used to listen to the podcast, and although a good podcast, there were times when. Oh, okay, no, I don't want to read this. One, oh no! Oh, this is a. It's I, a I'll, take, I'll take out the first sentence. I'm going to take out the first okay. sentence. Now we have the Cast and Joel is an absolute delight. Uh, oh. Uh, I feel that Joel has really elevated both the show in general and also <laughs> Damon's input too. The whole thing feels very energized and upbeat, which I really appreciate. The shows are generally well-paced, informative, and fun. These guys clearly both love New Japan, and I like that we get the views of two people who are quite different in terms of how long they've watched and also where they're watching from. Also, crisps, five snowflakes. Cheers, lads. Aww.
0: Well, that's, again, you know, it, I, 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 always say, I always say to you, that I appreciate where the show has gone and the energy that you bring cuz I, I agree with that 100% and the humor and the here's what Joel does and and I will say this uh, without without question no, I'm going to get Dan to edit this out I <laughs> no, like it. I'm embarrassed no, don't, now. Don't, don't. I
1: didn't I I didn't realize it was just going to be like no, a just, Joel circle jerk when I started reading it It's
0: fine because here's the thing um and again this is not a a a Colin bash by any stretch of imagination, because I said, you know, a lot of the success, I would say much of the success for the pure kiss is because of, because of Colin and what he did. Um, I felt like I was just like the, the fucking dope that talked about wrestling, you know what I mean? But like a lot of the hard work that he did. And, but here's the thing that here's what here's what, not only do you do that, but here's, there's something else that, 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 Again, it is that different perspective. It is that different mindset. It is that different. And what you do is, you, and you sh- kind of school me on this a little bit, is the, is this idea of everyone has different opinions. And everyone not only has different opinions, but everyone likes different things about the same things that you like, right? And none, is, none are bad and none are better than, than yours or theirs is not better than yours, but people are looking at this, the, a, a product and getting enjoyment from it in different ways. Um, and that's one thing that I continue to struggle with, right? There are times where it's just like, ah, oh, why does this like it, it, but you come to the fucking rescue and are like, well, you know, I want to keep this show open and I want to keep this show you know, to to not be a circle jerk and to to have other people have opinions. I mean, and I truly believe. You know, one of the things that where people were were like, uh, you know, kind of skittish a little bit on, is a lot of the like our, the, the the hunky talk, right? I know it. I I because I because I I can I hear that right from people that are you know, more a- along the lines of my school of thinking of what pro wrestling should be right i'm i'm, I'm, I'm listen let's, let's pull back the curtain a little bit so you know that that but the idea of doing that is you know what not for nothing for how many years pro wrestling has been on this earth it's always been about a a you know male dominated male kind of centric male agenda focus when it comes to pro wrestling and you people can fill in the blank of what that means. And and this is just kind of a little tip of the cap to say, to acknowledge that, to say, you know, there is probably a huge subsection of people that don't quite get the the enjoyment of pro wrestling that they could in in the past of, you know, that they can now, you know, and the freedom to be able to Enjoy a product that was, was really this macho y male-dominated thing. Like I can't imagine people and again enjoying a product that they do now, like in the 80s, you know, with just terrible fucking stereotypical gimmicks. You know what I mean? And the way that the the, the, the wrestling business was geared. Um I would, I, if, you know, I would have a hard time enjoying that product. You know, it would be very difficult. But the fact that we do what we do, and again, I think a lot of it is is just the way that the show flows and and that. But there is a actual conscious decision to say, hey, you know what? We don't necessarily just want to be this guy beat that guy, this guy beat that guy, this guy beat that that guy, and and we kind of want. A bigger, wider audience. We want a, a wider net. And if that means losing some people along the way, I don't want to do that. But if that happens, uh, you know, for the greater good and the wider net, man, I am I'm, I'm so supportive of that. I really am. Um and, and that's what and that's what you have done so far for this show. Um, so I appreciate that. So if it's if it's a circle jerk, so be it. But I'm I'm saying that. And lest we forget, of
1: course, I'm not to everyone's tastes. Uh, I'm going to read out a review here, which was sent my way. We've all had a bit of a giggle over this one. Right. Uh, PuraCast is better than the Super Jcast. I tried it. I don't like the new co-host. He seems like someone I'd punch in the throat real quick and I'd have to apologise to for his own cunt behaviour. So... It's it's not all you know sweetness and light. <laughs> There's some people who hate me, and that's okay. That's absolutely fine. You you're all entitled to
0: your opinion. I don't think anybody I, I genuinely you. don't mind. I don't think anybody hates you. I think uh, this guy wants to punch me in the that's throat. That's true. That, that is, punch you in the that's that's a that's come on over a podcast. Jesus Christ! Well, what can I say?
1: All right, I'm going to read one more. This is uh, by the man that gravity remembered. Mm. Uh, the title is "Came for the Crisps, Stay for the Wrestling." The English hosts love crisps, Zack Sabre Jr., likes you flavour strong zeros and hates the Tories. It's a shame he's not from the North but you can't have everything. The American hosts love crisps, booze and Britpop, even menswear. At some point, possibly about two thirds in, they will talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> this is my sleeper podcast of the year, an oasis of excellence in the blur of the podcast world, and it's simply a different class to anything else out anyway. there. Ah. Would I recommend it? Definitely. No, maybe. So very, very clever. Yeah, I, I like that one. I like
0: all. The, I like all the references. I did get the different class one, the pulp reference. Good job. Um, and and again, the critiques are there. We do we do warm up the engines a little bit. We do not jump right in. Um. Eh, but people know that, right? At this point, at this point, if you're if you're still complaining about that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know this is what it is. Like, oh, it's like complaining that the sky is blue at this point. Uh but no, very good job. And again, uh, the critique critiques aside. uh and, and again, we take critiques, and you know if they're, if they're well thought out, absolutely. But punch in the throat, Jesus Christ. Uh, No, but I like those ones as well because they're funny. They are funny. And
1: they make me laugh. So even if you want to absolutely bury me and and call me names and stuff, then I will get some enjoyment out of that, like the soy boy thing. So whatever you got just just throw it my way listen i got called george the animal steel
0: last night so you know i'll i'll i I might take the punch in the throat over that rude comment on our own discord (laughs) jesus christ i know right like come on guys
1: damon is a sensitive song that's that's why i love him so let's let's be gentle i know the person who did that didn't mean it but words can be very very hurtful take care Take care of each other. Yeah, it hurt my heart. I saw that. I was
0: like, like I thought he wanted me to comment on it, and I was like, oh, he means me. <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy this NXT show, which was very good, by the way. I don't. Did you catch it?
1: I did. Yeah. Wasn't it
0: good? That was. I mean, listen. I don't want to turn this into NXT Shake Them Ropes, but um, that was a good fucking show, and that might go down as one of the best shows of the year.
1: You told me we weren't going to talk about NXT. I right? know, I did. I you want me to la- launch into my rant about it? You, you want to do it? Okay, here, here's the thing. Yeah, I, I thought three of the matches were really, really good. Mm. Uh, the EC3 Velveteen Dream match is a bit meh. Like, the Velveteen Dream, everyone and their mother are praising him as like the, the savior of wrestling, whatever. He's still very, very green, very clunky, clumsy. Mm. He's got a long way to go. Uh, EC3, I don't really care for. So that match was pretty average for me. Main event, right, I came up with an absolute zinger in the uh, Voices Wrestling Slack chat. So I said, with regards to, okay, I said, uh, the Okada Tanahashi leaves a little trail of breadcrumbs for you, but Gargano versus Champa matches, shove a baguette up your ass. Mm. You didn't like it? I thought I thought the match Not was even really laugh good. For really? That. I thought that I thought was really funny. <laughs> it was funny. I liked My it. Joke. And it was funny. It was okay, look, that Ch- Gargano champion match was just like however long it was, like half an hour of call back, call back. Do you remember this? Yeah. Oh, do you remember when he did this? Oh, look, there's the crutch. Oh, there's the knee brace. Oh, do you remember when he smashed his head into the thing and oh, right? When he peeled the mat off the thing and I remember this, remember this, remember this. It's like, ah, <laughs> right. oh, God, where's the wrestling? Right. Where's the wrestling? But here's the it thing. The, it was the same as their other matches. I'm, I'm just totally done with that feud, days. But really? I think... My hot take, the best match those two had was in the Cruiserweight Classic. And everything else since then has just been overbooked, mawkish, just I uh, it's, it's, I don't like it. Wow.
0: I, I here's the thing. I don't watch uh, like I don't watch the weekly show. I literally only watch takeovers, right? And I ha- I don't even watch them all, right? I'll watch kind of select matches, and and it's not like I'm like oh anti WWE. I just like I just don't have the time. And if, if something's got to get weeded out, it's going to be something from them. But I I saw this the, the, the lineup, and I was like, this is a fucking indie supercard, right? Um. I like every one of their matches, man. I, I thought I thought the match was really good and and as far as like last man standing matches which can be fucking kind of silly and dopey and I I really thought this match was was brutal. Um the one spot was what was it? The the um uh, not the tiger driver. Um from table to table. Um I don't I don't fucking
1: the one that was like thirty seconds into the match. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you see my issue with the pacing here? Yeah, I, I, listen, I listen. And then the finish comes when Gargano falls over some boxes right. and can't get
0: up. <laughs> right, right, right. There was literally thirty minutes of murder, and then he, he trips over a couple of boxes and he can't get. I know, I know. Um, I did, I did kind of eye roll that one. Uh, look, it's WWE, uh, so you got to take it with a bit of a grain of salt. But I thought the tag match was. Was great. Not as good as the one from uh, Royal Hall, uh, but still great. Again, it's, it's, I miss Kyle O'Reilly so much. And I say that like knowing I could just turn on the TV and watch him, but you know what I mean. Um, I think Adam Cole and, and, and Ricochet was, was great. Um, I thought, I thought Baszler and, um, what do they call it? saying Sane now. Uh, I thought that was good. I thought it was really good. Um, Nah, I I really like the show, I guess. And again, maybe it's because I step back. I don't watch it all the time. I don't, but for, like, I kind of go, you go into, like, a. have been more disappointed by WWE stuff than anything else, right? But to go into it and watch this and be like, oh, this was, I don't know, I liked it a lot. I thought it was uh, arguably a, a show of the year contender.
1: I liked it as well. I think TakeOver is always a, a very solid bet you're going to get. A really good show and generally it's well paced you you get five matches and most of them will deliver but I just I, I can't get with this Gargano Ciampa feud I'm, I'm done with it all
0: right all right well listen th- uh, I, I, everybody's yelling at their uh audio devices, right? now. talk New Japan. There's nothing I'm fucking talking about. But, uh, 52... How many questions did we get? 52? Jesus
1: Christ. I, I have got some New Japan news things oh. to pick your brains on before we get into the questions. Good. Okay. So, should, should I get into that? Yeah, let's okay. do that. Uh, f- first thing, uh, Kenny Omega takes shot at Hiroshi Tanahashi. So, uh, current IWGP heavyweight champion Kenny Omega fired a shot at Tanahashi. He called him an egomaniac and said he's glad he won't be at All In and referred to his fans as a cult. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, he said in the tweet, what's crazy is that his, talking about Tanahashi, his dwindling mini cult will still believe every word he says. A complete egomaniac. Sure glad he ain't all in. So what are your thoughts on Kenny Omega attacking Tanahashi and calling him an egomaniac?
0: I think the funniest line is the cult line. Because, jeez, if if Bullet Club fans aren't a cult, I don't know what it is. Like, let's put it this way. No one emails us uh, when we criticize Tanahashi. But if we say two things about bullet club shit, it's like, wow, ah, do you fucking suck? <laughs> so uh, uh um again, we're building a we're building a match, right? We're building heat and we're building uh I, I think that's a pro wrestling thing going on right there. But apparently even in the past, Kenny has had you know little little jabs at Tanahashi, right? Um and, and if I'm not mistaken, he had said Something along the lines of that they they don't necessarily get along, period. You know what I mean? Like not even like oh I don't think like you was, a you know wrestling wise like they just they're just not people that would hang out together or you know whatever the case may be. So, um, while there might be a shred of truth to that, maybe they don't you know. But I think that you know the majority of that was pro wrestling talk, and that's that's fine. You know, you know that's that's fine. Any chance of Tanahashi being all in? When, that's in September, September 1st, right? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't have his schedule in front of me, but um, no, I don't think he'll be at all in. I don't think he'll be on. Well, I mean, what, what we got? I, the, I think the big thing coming out of, of all in, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you're going to get to there, I'll, I'll, I'll bail out, but it's uh, Mysterio maybe not being there. Uh, I know they were kind of hoping he would. Uh, but there was talk that he won't be there because of his WWE dealings. Um, but no, I don't think Tanahashi will be there. I think Okada's scheduled to be there, right? He's going against to to Marty Scurll. Um I don't think we'll see Tanahashi there.
1: All right, next up on the docket is uh, uh, Okada, who says that he's going to be all by himself without Gedo from now on. Mm. He worked as his manager for six and a half years, but we're going to break up for our positive futures. I'm smiling not because I'm happy, because this is kind of sad. But it's a positive decision. We'll stay as chaos. We might tag, but he's no longer my manager. And then Godo said, "Everyone knows that the Rainmaker doesn't need me anymore. I'll be staying behind the stage to support Okada. You're not going to
0: quit chaos, right?" And then Okada said, "No, no. Huh? That's that's yes, yes." <laughs> In pro wrestling, dog. Um, it kind of. It was kind of weird. It was it kind of came out of nowhere, right? There really wasn't anything done about this other than just a uh, you know a post match presser. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that what that signifies. And the only thing it really, honestly, could signify is that you know he is leaving chaos. Um, that's uh, that's a little bit of a shame. Like, I don't know if this is more his new character development, and like this is not just a little pit stop on you know on his road back to recovery. Um, this is really a, a big part of his character, I would think. You know? Having him as you know, ghetto as his you know his hype man and his and his manager, so to speak. And I don't know. Um it feels like there's something more to that. Like, I think I d I just don't think it's going to be a just just that. And maybe that might be the more North American fan speaking in me, but um, it, that just seemed really weird that it was just like, okay, that's that. We're done five years and we're moving on. Moving on to what? Like what like what what could you accomplish without him? And again, I'm speaking in pro wrestling terms. What could you accomplish without him that you weren't able to accomplish with him? that's It just seems like it's just a really weird, we're not going to do this anymore for no reason when it's pro wrestling. And why wouldn't there be a reason?
1: yeah i certainly will miss gato being at ringside i think he really brought a lot to those matches hearing him screaming encouragement and just the little things like during the uh okada omega 4 match at dominion and every time uh kenny would hit okada with the v trigger gato would have his head in his hands and turning away like he can't bear to watch and when Kenny's hoisting him up for the one-wing danger, you can hear Gedo screaming, no, 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 no. And I thought that brought a lot of drama to the table. So uh, definitely will be missed from my end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Like I said, I just think that there's, it's, it's pro wrestling. It, you can turn this into whatever you want to turn this into. And to me, it does feel like just another little nugget in the chaos faction feud, whether it be, uh, well, not whether it be, it'll be J.Y. Okada. Um, maybe, may, wouldn't it be something if Ghetto comes out with Jay White, <laughs> right? <laughs> wouldn't that be something? Uh, so again, uh, I, I, it's pro wrestling. I think we'll see more to this than just press conference by everybody we're splitting up.
1: Okay. Well, speaking of, uh, Okada, he said, well, no, Tanahashi said in his post G1 press conference, uh, that, he already has an opponent in mind to whom he lost at Wrestling Dontaku and whom he drew within the G1. He says he wants to go to the Dome after knocking down Okada. He says mm. he needs to understand Okada's strength well enough so he thinks there's a need to defend his briefcase against Okada even if there's a risk of losing. And that's from uh, translations from uh, Strigger on Twitter who runs the, the excellent Eastern Lariat podcast. So what are your thoughts on this potential mm. upcoming briefcase defense between uh, Okada and Tanahashi. When do you think will happen, and who do you think wins?
0: Well, that's great. I mean, honestly, remember last week. First of all, this is the news of the week to me, right? To me, this is like we opened the show with eh, not going a lot going on in New Japan. Honestly, this is to me the the meatiest thing that went on, and it's exciting because for the one of the first times. It really feels like this briefcase is in jeopardy, right? It does feel that way to me. Um, I I what was that? Just, just last week. You asked, what is the, you know, what are the chances of the percentage? Excuse me, of us getting Omega and Tanahashi. And I was like, 99.99. Guess what? That that news and that press conference and that. Um, announcement that shaved off a considerable percentage. I, I'm I'm Tanahashi Okada. Tanahashi hasn't beaten Okada, you know, in what three four last meetings. Um, and and to me, you could easily do another Kenny and and and, and Kenny. Kenny, did I say just say say Kenny and Kenny? Kenny and Kenny. (laughs) Well, I bet he would love to do that. (laughs) He He would have a magical himself. himself. He probably would. It would probably be at least four stars. Right, Dave? (laughs) Um, Look, you know what I mean. Okada and and Omega. Uh, You could still do that, right? You could still do that at the Dome. So what are my percentages now? 75? 75? I'll go. I might even go a little lower. I, 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 if he's never done the swap of the briefcase, never done it. This might be the time. This might be the year. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it would not be totally out of question. It's not like he's fucking wrestling evil, right? It's not like he's wrestling uh, fucking, you know, I'm trying to think of fucking, you know, Hangman Page, right? This, and no offense to Hangman Page, but you know what I mean, right? We're just, he's just not in that pecking order. This is, this is a big deal. This match is happening sooner than later, right? I mean, the, I mean, what we're looking at right now is that match and Ishii and Omega. And, and you know, that show is going to be amazing. Um, I always get the names of the shows mixed up in when they are. Dominion is the next one around the corner, right? Destruction. Destruction. All right, my bad. Um, I always get—I always fuck up the name, so don't kill me on that one. Um, it, I mean, that's the talk—is that we're going to get both those matches at that show? That's fucking great. Ishii Omega Okada Tanahashi. Fuck, great. Uh, and again, I really feel like. And, and and again, I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. Is that that briefcase is in jeopardy? And for, and for the first time, you really feel it.
1: I don't think so. For a number of reasons, one, I don't think they're going to go back to Okada against Omega at the Dome. I think it's too soon for that. And what I can see happening, it may be Jay White plays into this somehow. I don't think they're going to do like a completely screwy finish. But I could definitely see Jay White making an appearance, perhaps you know, two thirds into the match and throw Okada off his game somehow. So Okada ends up losing, but it's sort of quasi-protected and that can build onto the Okada against Jay White feud. Or I would not be totally shocked if Tanahashi just beats him clean because you want to build up Tanahashi as a credible threat to Kenny Omega for the IWGP heavyweight title because A lot of people at the moment are just writing him off. But if he is going into that main event with a clean win over Ricardo, then I think more people would be giving him a chance. And I also uh, postulated on on Twitter a couple of days ago, how awesome would it be at the Dome if Tanahashi comes out to his old music, the high energy theme?
0: Oh my God, that would be so great. That'll make, that'll be reason number seven hundred and sixty seven why I'll be so depressed that week not going. <laughs> um, uh, if I hear that shit. Uh, mm, I see your point, and I agree with that. That really making Tanahashi strong going into the dome would be a very wise thing. And again, we have not seen a very protected match of Tanahashi and Omega. Um, and but I just. And and again, I can see Jay White playing a, a role. I would hope not. I, I, and again, you know how I feel about the outside interference and, and and all that. But you you do see. I mean, that's that's his that's his you know kind of. You're gonna see outside interference other than the Tongans. It's gonna be Jay White that's gonna cause that shit. Um, there is the natural storyline of 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 uh, chaos and the chaos in chaos. Um, I mean, I, I I see your I I definitely see your point, and I definitely agree with most of it. I I don't know. I just I I here's here's the great part about it. It's a high marquee briefcase defense that I really don't feel like we got before. They usually were safe. You kind of knew that. Okay, we, you know, Naito is not losing the fucking briefcase right here, or you know. uh, uh who, you know, it, it, or Omega. Or... Yeah, look,
1: looking at last year's King of Pro Wrestling, I don't think anyone was buying that we were going to get Evil against Ishii for Wrestle
0: Kingdom 12 main event. Right. I mean, so it, it this one just feels, you know, this one feels most legit, and this one feels most um, plausible to happen, and um, I like that. That that excites me more than anything. Is that um, there's there's again when we go into G1 and we and we go into that and, and you don't know and even in, when you're you're in the middle of the fucking tournament and you're like I don't know who's going to win this fucking thing I still think a bush and they could go this way and when there's so many different ways you can go uh that makes it more exciting so um there is a a a, a more than a sliver of doubt in my mind so um yeah even though even though the points you make sense that make sense to me with, you know building up Tanahashi and all that I still think you know that that briefcase the, the briefcase is in peril and uh that's exciting to me
1: okay speaking of other things that are exciting uh Satoshi Kojima will be making his return to the ring on September 9th during the Road to Destruction tour. It wasn't said who he would be facing, though most of the Road to shows usually rely heavily on tag matches. So Kojima has been out of action since late January when he suffered an ACL rupture in his left knee during the Fantastic Mania tour. So uh, very good news
0: to hear him returning to the ring. Very good news. Um, He'll have to cut down on the bread, I'm sure. (laughs) You can low carb it like me. Um... He I like him a lot. And 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 I don't think that there is a Twitter profile that I enjoy more than, than him. I mean, there's I mean, how many times has he has he posted something and you just fucking smile? Right? <laughs> I mean, no nonsense, no bullshit, just good fucking feeling shit coming out of his Twitter feed. So good good job by him. Um did you see the most recent tweet? No, no. The bread tweet no. about
1: him and his daughter. Oh, I've got to read this one to you. You, you carry on with that thought. I'm going to find it. Okay, okay.
0: Um, but what I was going to talk about was that was that ACL, um, you know, for those North American football fans. And Joel, you're, you're uh, from what I understand, going to be joining a fantasy football, uh, American football, that is. Uh, a little, little pool there. Well, good for him. I'll help you out as much as I can. I'm pretty awful myself, but um, – uh, our local uh, superstar quarterback Carson Wentz uh, came back from a very similar injury um, that he that he had last year, so um, it's it's you know I'm I'm actually a little surprised to hear that he has come back so quickly from this, um, but yeah he'll be in tag matches for a while I think I don't think you're gonna see many uh, singles matches at least for a while and um, again with Honma. Uh, kind of making a return, Kojima making a return. These are all good things, all positive things that we all can uh, rally behind. But um, yeah, he's going to have to cut down on, the, on that on that bread. He's going to have to cut down on, on the bread club stuff uh, to get into fighting shape. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Joel, what do you got? You got a tweet for me?
1: Yeah, he says, I, where is the bread? My daughter, I do not know. I, I, did you search for bread, my daughter? Daddy, do you have it in your hand? I. Oh my god!
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, it's right in his hand. He's holding it. He's so excited for it, and he can't find it. But it's right in his hand. I've had actually. Have you ever done that before? Where something you're like yes. I can't find yes, my glasses. all the time. <laughs> yeah, my keys or whatever. Right? I'm like, where the fuck are my keys? And I'm screaming because here's the thing. Here's what my wife will do. My wife. Will, my, my wife does like what I like to call power cleaning, right? Like, I know where I put shit, right? I know where I leave it. I don't know what it is, but if I drop it somewhere, I know where I last dropped it. Now, she doesn't like that. She will put it away. Now, away might not be the place that I usually would find it. It might be somewhere else. But she puts it away to clean, and that drives me nuts. It drives me fucking batty because I know where I put it, but then I can't find it. And then I say, did you fucking move my keys? And she always goes, no, I didn't fucking touch your keys. And it's like in a place where I know I would never put it. I'd be like, well, how the fuck did they get here? Uh, listen, I'm trying to keep the house nice. And then, then it's the whole, you don't help around the house. <laughs> if you're getting that argument? Oh, that one stinks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the old help around the house. Like, here's the thing, too. I understand, like, here, I think she likes order, is really what it is. And I'm okay with a certain amount of chaos. But then there's a breaking point that I have. And then I'm like, right, I got to fucking clean this because I can't deal. Hers is very low. Mine's very high. So she, uh, like, I just don't understand. Like, I got to clean the bedroom. There's no one going in our bedroom besides me and you. Like, we don't have parties. We don't have people coming over. We don't have fuck- – Who? no one's coming in this room. Who fucking cares if the bed is made or not? Who fucking cares? It's one of those things that just drives me nuts. Like – the time that you like, and I even said, like, listen, why don't we pay someone to come and clean? Because you don't like doing it. I ain't fucking doing. it. I don't give a shit. Um, but if, if it means that much to you, I will. I'm willing to write that check. And she's like, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. But yet she'll fucking complain about. it. Ah, well, let's let's have a like, like a section of of uh, wife complaints. <laughs> we did, we, did, we did the big issue we have
1: with our bed is that. Mally insists on shutting Scampy out of the bedroom when we go to work because he likes to burrow under the covers. Mm. So he, he will get right into the bed and sleep under the bed and make it all hairy. So she closes the door before we leave for work, but then I secretly go in and just open it without her noticing so Scampy can go in and out of the bedroom as he pleases because it's a bit of a war zone at the moment because I'm always defending Scampi and, and trying to be nice to him and spoil him a bit. Always giving him snacks and treats, it's got to the point where he's so become so accustomed to getting his morning treat that he's sitting at the end of the bed in the morning, waiting and watching me, staring at me. And as soon as I open my eyes in the morning, he starts screaming at me because he wants a snack. Right. And of course, I I give it to him because. We don't even have kids yet. Can you imagine what a bad parent I'm going to be, <laughs> and how badly I'm going to spoil my kids?
0: That's why I don't, but I, I I feel the same way. I would, but my again, my wife's the the Pied Piper when it comes to that. So again, we have the whole routine at night that the cats get treat. Two cats get treats uh, before bed and everything, and I'm just like, all right, um, but, all right, not to not to go off on a on a, on a rant again with this, but uh, my last point when it comes to the bed. Uh, so do you know those, like, decorative pillows? So you have the main pillows that you sleep on, right? Your your your, your, your true pillows. But then she puts these fucking small, hard-ass pillows on there for decoration, right? Like, because the minute we get in the bed, or even before, they're, they're, they're on the floor, right? Where you're pushing them off the bed. Like I, I'm like, why do you buy these things? And what purpose do they serve? Because they just sit there. Like, nobody else is seeing these pillows, right, (laughs) besides us, and I don't give a shit, and apparently you do, so I don't, like, what's the purpose of them? Like, you don't use them to sleep, but they get knocked on the fucking floor. What, uh, what is the, I don't understand, like, here's the thing, if you like them, buy them, I'm cool, listen, but, but I just don't understand why we have, like, what is the purpose of those type of fucking pillows if nobody sees them besides us?
1: Okay, now when I come over in April, I want to go to your house. Yes, so then I can I can make a comment about the pillows.
0: So, what are these for? <laughs> right, right, You'll be the first person to see that bedroom. Let me tell you something. But here's the thing, too. We we got to do some things on the on the bedroom because uh, I I can't believe we're going on, but I'm going. I don't give a fuck. Um, so I have this chest. This like kind of literally like open the, the. It's like a big wood thing, um, where I keep like. Like, winter clothes in the, the summer. All the dead bodies. Yeah, all the dead bodies. Right? Winter clothes in the summer and summer clothes in the winter. You know what I mean? You kind of swap out. You just – things like, you're not going to wear a fucking hoodie in the middle of summer. So you put it in this thing and then you – know. but on top of that, like, I'm the king of not putting away clothes. So I'll have a combination of clean clothes that she she probably had, did the wash, uh, in, you know, folded and nice, right? And then a pile of, like, clothes that I may have worn but – you know, be, be, be like a pair of jeans I can get another wear out of or shit like that. That pile is very high. Like, like, I'm a bit of a fucking nudge when it comes to that shit. And it drives her nuts. Like, she fucking is like, will you fucking take care? Put away the clean clothes and fucking either put away these clothes or throw them in the fucking hamper. They're two feet away from you, you dope. Um like I'm talking like we don't get along. We love each other. Um But, yeah, so... Like, it is kind of like, you know, the odd couple, the, you know, the, you know, the, the clean guy and the, and the, you know, wacky guy. Well, that's us. I mean, to a certain degree when it comes to that stuff. Like, I do drive her crazy when it comes to that shit. All right. There you go. There's, there's a little inside into the households of both Joel and Damon. I'm sure everyone is thrilled to hear. But I'm sure there's many people that can relate to this, right? You know, that, you know. That, that those are, you know, the the cleaner of the couple, you know, the people that need to have things tidy and need to have things, I's uh, dotted and T's crossed. And there's people that are just like, you know, what I just want to fucking, you know, I think there's more important things in life than the fucking worry about putting away my fucking socks. I'm an adult. I can do what I want. All right. Very good. Thank you.
1: Okay. I know you can't complain about this, the content of this podcast, because you were very, very close to not getting a podcast this weekend at all. So <laughs> right. if you don't like it, get fucked. <laughs> right. Okay, next up, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling President Harold May has penned a column in in Japanese stating the promotion will not become an American-style wrestling company. There have been complaints uh, the last few weeks regarding the style of wrestling often featured in uh, the G1 with the interference and Harold May himself uh, appearing on TV. He regrets how Saturday came across, addresses concerns of NJPW becoming like American wrestling. Uh, this is according to a, a tweet from Chris Charlton. He never planned on being involved in proceedings and says he has no intentions on being anything but an executive. So what do you make of that?
0: We're going to see him 10,000 times more now. <laughs> um, I uh, I mean, that, that's that's what we want to hear, right? Those are the words that we did want to hear. Then that's, that's good. Um, I hope that that, you know, Follow through. The last thing we want to see is, uh, I, I'm not going to go so far as to say the American Americanization of New Japan Pro Wrestling. But um, that bullshit that we all kind of, you know, that's why we're watching your product. Because we don't want to see that other stuff um, in there. So, again, he's saying the right words. A um, fingers crossed that it does not happen. We don't want it to happen. Um, we'll see what happens, right?
1: Right. Okay. Let's dig into some of these questions then. on uh, we'll, we'll start with the questions from the Discord group. Right. They get priority. So if you want your questions getting jumped to the front of the queue, you'll have to join us on Discord. So this is from... Uh, Nicole, who's done a lot of hard work with the discord, so again, let's shout out to her, Booz Leprechaun. Uh, her question says, based on Damon's thought that even if Kenny does re sign, NJPW may not do Omega versus Ibushi at MSG. When do they do it? Wrestle Kingdom 2020? With Ibushi having earned a shot at the belt, would you in that case just have Kenny ducking Ibushi?
0: Well, they did it with Ishii, right? Remember when Ishii beat Okada in G1, um. I don't. I. I, just, I don't think they do that at Madison Square Garden. And I'll tell you really some of the. I'll. I'll give you some Damon on the street if you don't mind. And again, this is pure speculation. There is nothing that is concrete at this point. So please, I don't want to see this tweeted back or nonsense like that. Understand what it is. But uh, I know that there have been feelers sent out. And I know that I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the the the, the bullet points, all right? Uh, and you take this information for what it's worth. I really feel that there is a decent percentage chance that we would see a main event at Madison Square Garden involving a person that is not signed to any pro wrestling promotion. Uh, and again, it, I don't want to say that it's signed, sealed, delivered, or even close to. But can you imagine a Kenny Omega CM Punk match at Madison Square Garden?
1: I don't like CM Punk. Just throwing that out there.
0: You don't. You don't want his it.
1: Conduct in this whole. No, his conduct in this whole. Colt Gabbana thing has left a sour taste in the mouth. Me too. And, okay, hot take. Back back in the day, I think he was overrated as a wrestler. Hmm. I think there are about at least 10 guys on the current New Japan roster that I would rather have in a headlining match at MSG. But have him in like a, a co main like put him in like a Chris Jericho role. Great. I'll be very excited to see that. A lot of eyeballs, a lot of buzz. But, main event, Dave Meltzer has said. We'll probably get a Wrestle Kingdom main event quality main event at MSG, and I don't think CM Punk has got it in him to work at that high a level.
0: I do. I I I, I will disagree with you on that. Um, I think he I think he still has that in him. Now, you mentioned a a Chris Jericho type role. I could definitely see that. So I could see a main event of uh, you know. A, a big time main event, but then after a match, uh, an attack, a something to build towards something else. Um, I could definitely see that. Um, look, if anybody needs the extra money, might be CM Punk right now. right? Uh, two, you know, the UFC thing is is falling apart, and I don't, I know that's obviously not going to happen. Three how he says he doesn't want to do pro wrestling but let's be honest here the the pro wrestling that he would be doing 2 3 years ago might not be the same pro wrestling as it is right now there's a lot of options for a guy like him to make decent money um at a big time event and what better place what better venue and what better you know way to and you know i don't know if you know this about this guy he 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 likes to carry a grudge, right? <laughs> he he doesn't really let things slide off his back. Uh, to to be involved in this show, he that that might be the thing. And again, just speculation on my part, kids. So let, let, again, but I, I I I can almost guarantee you that there there has been a, a reach out to to see interest. At least they'd be stupid not to. Right, they'd be stupid not to. So yes, th- this that that whole Colt Cabana situation has really kind of been like, oh, dude, come on, man, you got to be fucking. Ugh. But apparently, they didn't get a. They, they there was something where they kind of weren't getting along even before this lawsuit. Um, again, we're talking about if you don't know, um, Cabana is suing Punk, um, over lawyer fees, legal fees. That he accrued during the trial with WWE. And I really feel bad for Cole because all he wanted to do was have a fucking podcast. You know what I mean? And he he could have easily taken down he the podcast. He wanted to take it down. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he, Punk told him not to because he said that he
1: covers legal fees. And now he's reneging on that. So yeah. Which
0: is not cool. It's not cool. It really isn't. Um, so character flaws aside... Um, you're, you're not, you want, want to see Punk in like a Jericho type role where he attacks somebody after a match and then sets up a big match, which you know will sell out, uh, any arena across the United States, um, in, in a, in a, in a match. You would not want to see that? Yes or no? Yes, but not in the main event role. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I, I think... Again, not a main event role in Madison Square Garden. Again, they have uh, uh, Omega has a match with. I don't think it's going to be a Bushi, but Omega has a match. Hopefully, he signed. Blah blah blah. All those things align, and then again, just a, uh, you know a, a, an attack. That place would go fucking bonkers. You don't think Madison Square Garden would go fucking bonkers at that point? Whew. I, I do. not Yeah, I de- definitely
1: would. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and again, I, I I just think it's. I just
1: don't think he can work at that level uh necessary to give me the kind of new japan style main event that i
0: want Mm. all right i think i think he could do it i think i definitely think he could do it all right so that kind of answered her question right and by the way the
1: question the the, the question was when no it didn't answer the question at all the question was about omega versus ibushi and if and when we're going to get that
0: uh I, i would think we have to get that when when would we get that I mean I'm I'm looking at line, you know I'm looking at shows where it could is happen Is that
1: too big for uh let's say Ibushi wins New Japan assuming Omega beats Tanahashi Ibushi wins the New Japan Cup and we get that Secure Genesis or is that, that seems like a long way big away. enough
0: stage It's a it's a big enough stage but it's just that seems like a million miles away right Um I would think it would have to happen before the end of this calendar year, right? Well, I
1: don't know. I mean, yeah. Nicole was speculating maybe Wrestle Kingdom twenty twenty. Wow, well, that's,
0: well I, I, I'm trying to see where they would shoehorn it in this year. Um, so maybe it would have to be next year if if Kenny's here. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe you know next year, but I would think I would. I don't. I would say either a show like that, like a Sakura Genesis, um, or even a Dantaku. I'd like to see it at a dome, but that just seems like a million years away. And and who knows what's going to happen at that point? So I'll I'll go I'll give I'll give the conservative answer of it'll go it'll probably happen next year, but I would think it would be early next year, and it won't go all the way to Wrestle Kingdom if again Kenny signs.
1: Okay, question from Liam McCann. You have to eat one bread-based dish with Kojima. What is it? Mm, I'm,
0: you know, I'm trying not to eat the carbs. Um, bread-based dish. Oh, I want... Do you know... If I say the uh, a term, a muffaletta, do you know what the fuck that is?
1: I don't. Okay. I'm going to look it up.
0: So it's like a... Uh, so, here in, in the Northeast, we're pretty famous for our sandwiches. We call them hoagies. Maybe in New York, they call them subs, whatever. So, it's like, you know, long, like French bread, but like all kinds of deli meat. So, your, your salamis and your capicolas and your uh, tomatoes, onions, lettuce, and it's just a delicious sandwich. But a muffaletta is like that, like salamis and hams and all cheese and everything. But there's this olive spread that's on it. Oh, so fucking good. Um, I would share a muffaletta, and the bread has to be a certain type of uh, bread. It's like, a, again, like a, like a, almost like a French bread, like a uh, little crusty outside, soft inside. Like you would see, what's what's the Vietnamese sandwich that you get? The banh mi, is it called?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was going to be my choice.
0: Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's a good one, too. Uh, so either one of those I would go with. So how's how's, how's that? How's that bread? Ba- oh, and a little bread pudding. Ever had bread pudding? Do you like the bread pudding? Yeah, my mum used to make that quite a lot. I like that. I like a little bread pudding. It's a, it sounds like a little gross. Like, oh, it's it's like soppy bread, but crust. You know, I like that. I like I like the bread pudding. Maybe it's, maybe some of that. Too. We just have a, just a complete carb out. It'd be fucking great. Oh, that'd be so wonderful. Oh,
1: we're torturing you, Damon. I'm going to move on <laughs> to the next question. All I right. know. You, you said, uh, let's get to the wrestling questions. I'm going to do one from uh, Matsuo Kaito. Who is Scampy's favorite wrestle boy or wrestle lady anyway? So Scampy's favorite wrestle boy, obviously Tiger Mask because they're cousins. Uh, Damon, tell us about your cats and do they have a, a favorite wrestler?
0: Uh, I, I'm telling you right now, they don't. Um, again, they don't, they don't want anything to do with me. So if I'm sitting in my living room watching wrestling, uh, so can you tell us their names, please? Because I think a lot of the listeners don't know their names. All right. So
1: they are they're obviously res- getting too much love. let's All have right. Some love for the Damon cats as well.
0: All right. The Damon cats. So uh, they are rescued. Uh, they. Uh, so it's weird because my wife will name cats, but then I'll make up names for them. <laughs> like like down the road, like I'll just say something, and then it'll, we'll, we'll laugh our ass off, and then that'll be what we call them. So, I, this is so embarrassing. Like, I've never been more embarrassed answer, answering this question. Um, so, their original names, I believe they were named after, and I don't know 100%. I, I'm thinking it is. They were named after, because were, we weren't going to keep them. Like, they were f- fostered, right? And then we were going to find homes for them. But, like, one day I get a bill from the a veterinarian. I'm like, when did we take this cat? She's like, um... Yeah, we're going to keep these. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, so, like, we just gave them sh- shit names just to kind of – because we weren't going to keep them. They were going to be fostered and then given to good homes. Uh, so they were originally oh, – the. we have a black-haired one, um, and her name was Monica, and the other one was – I don't know what the fuck the other one was, but um, they were named after Friends characters. Right, uh, just to give them generic fucking names. We couldn't think of any more generic names than, than names on fucking Friends, the show, the TV show. But then uh, they, they they turned into the black one is Monster. That's that's her name, Monster, and the other one is Peanut. Monster and Peanut.
1: Very cute, yeah. good good cat names. Of course, our cat's called Scampy, but my wife likes to call him Bastard. So there you go. <laughs> right. Well,
0: Monster. She uh, she's very she's afraid of her own fucking shadow. Like she'll come down the stairs and see me sitting at the fucking. Uh, uh, it makes it sound like I abuse animals or something. It's like I, I I'm so friendly to these things, um, and she'll just look and be like, ah, fuck, it's you, and she'll just run right back up the stairs. Um... She's she just hides and shit and like if, if anybody comes over you you're not gonna find her she's hiding like if I had to bring like the fucking cable guy over to fix something nowhere to be found um, so we you know, again we just called her monster because she would come out and you know out of nowhere just we can't find her she'd come out from her cave um, and Peanut is just a small she's never really grown that big like she's always been a tiny cat really weird um, and uh, so Peanut. All right, there you go. There's there's more cat talk with Damon <laughs> and Joel.
1: One hour, we're talking absolute crap. Okay, Glosier asks, uh, was reflecting on the G1 on my drive home from work, has there ever been a G1 night where a G1 group match hasn't been the best match of the night? Uh, Extremely unlikely, I'm sure, but interested to see whether there was a poor night one time.
0: So I actually responded to that person and I was like, "Ooh, that is a good fucking question. And one that I could not originally answer, nor can I answer now, um, because mostly. So again, the G one hasn't always been in in the in the uh, style that you see right now, right? And, and when it first started out, it was kind of like you know seven people, and it was just like you know single elimination tournament, you know, done. Uh, you know, speaking of which, you know, you know who was in the first one? I think it was the first one. Uh, he lost in his match. Was uh, Jim Neidhart? I don't know if that's a that's a fun fact with the passing of Jim Neidhart. Um, Rest in peace, Jim. Yes, yes. Um, there is. So it's the G one has taken different forms uh, and different you know, uh, variations. So I'm trying to think if there was, and and if if there was going to be. It would probably be a junior match, like like around that time. There were a lot of really great junior ta- like uh, multi man tags. So it would be like, uh, uh, like El Samurai, Liger, and you know, fucking Otani on another side, and Chris Jericho. I was watching one. It was it was Otani and Jericho against Liger, and who was on the other side? It might have been El Samurai, um, so it. I wouldn't be surprised if there is that. Now, again, I said I had to go back in cage match and kind of look at the shows and see. And I didn't do that; and I didn't have time. Sorry, but um, if there is a chance of that, it would have to be an earlier, like you know, nineties G one, and uh, probably one of those one of those tag matches because they were always great. Those those were really fucking awesome. Um, they all like Kendo Kashin um, would would be in the mix there. Um, uh, who else would be in the mix there? Well, I mean, again, all, all those people around that time. Um, all good. Never never a bad match in in, in those multi man tag matches. So um, if I if, again without doing too much homework, I and I would put a blind bet on one of those matches in one of the earlier G1s when it started to be more of a of a uh longer running tournament as opposed to like two nights.
1: Okay, great. Thank you. I I could not come up with any answer myself because it's all just multi-man tag matches on the undercard so you put a very thoughtful response there which i appreciate oh. um, okay kevin p asks when njpw sells our msg so fast even though they partner with a us company does the native japanese fan feel a sense of pride and or appreciate that americans care so much about their product?
0: i would i mean we, we asked frazier something similar to that right and uh, you know if if there was buzz or anything and I didn't, I didn't didn't get a sense from him that it was like a, you know, you know, they were doing cartwheels or anything, but, but, but there, again, I kind of mentioned the fact that in pro wrestling in in Japan, there is this kind of romanticism with Madison Square Garden because again, Anoki and Tatsumi Fujinami and those type of guys would go there and it was it, you know. They they made it feel like a very big tiger mask. They they would feel like it was an important thing um, and a big deal, and it was kind of like that was the the mecca uh, of pro wrestling. Um, I I would think that there is. Uh, I I can't imagine it not be. It's a big deal, and I will say this too. It, while. This is a joint venture between Ring of Honor and, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I truly believe that Ring of Honor was the one pulling the strings and getting the arena, right, with the Sinclair broadcasting connection and all that. Um, this is this, – people are going here to see New Japan, right? All right, they're, they're going here because of the idea of New Japan in the building as opposed to – no offense – seeing the Briscoes and Jay Lethal, right? They're going to see Tanahashi's, Okada's, Omega's, Bucks, that world, as opposed to, you know, Ring of Honor. Now, again, you could argue, well, you know, Bucks and Cody and Skrull, they're all Ring of Honor kind of guys. Yep, I agree. Yes. But um, to me, I know more people that, you know, talk about this show as a New Japan show than a, ROH, Ring of Honor, or Ring, of, you know, Ring of Honor, or New Japan Show. Um, it feels like to me, it's the, the draw is. Let's put it this way: I, I don't think. Hmm, you know, what? I'm gonna say it. What the fuck? I don't think. Me, I don't think that Ring of Honor would sell out if there weren't New Japan Pro Wrestling involvement.
1: Then that begs the question: Would
0: New Japan sell out were Ring of Honor not involved? Depends on what you consider Ring of Honor, right? So, again, is, is Kenny Omega Ring of Honor? Are the Bucks Ring of Honor? Do you consider them Ring of Honor? Do you consider Marty Skrull Ring of Honor? Do you consider Cody Ring of Honor? Um, of, the, of those names, to me, I mean, there is a lot of cross-pollination, right? Um, but to me, Omega is a New Japan guy. To me, the Bucks are New Japan guys. To me, Marty Skurl is a New Japan guy. Here's the thing: to me, Cody is a Ring of Honor guy. Um, nobody's buying a ticket to see fucking Punisher Martinez, all right? You know what I mean? Like nobody's, you know, besides Punisher Martinez's mom. right? Nobody's buying a ticket for P- Punisher Martinez. Um, now, maybe again, a Dalton Castle. Uh, he has he has a huge following and fan base. Absolutely. Um, I you know, I you know, I, I say this. Briscoe's former IWGP Tag Champions. Um, I don't know. I, it, it, I, to me, it's it feels like the draw is New Japan and Ring of Honor guys are the filler. Um, could they fill? Could New Japan fill? I, I feel like it, it, it. That's that's the reason why it did. So yes, I'll answer that question quickly. Yes, I do think that they could uh, going solo.
1: Do you think there'll be many Japanese fans flying out for the MSG show?
0: Yeah, I do, because again, I think there's a there's there's a large la- a large audience uh, for WrestleMania weekend, right? So fans will tra- will tra- travel. Um, you know, our, our good friends uh, that listen and and moderate on um, um, the. I'm having a, a brain lock on uh, Reddit, New Japan um, subreddit. They're flying in, and, and and there's a whole pocket of people that from Long Beach, well not from, from Long Beach, from Tokyo, but we met them in Long Beach that are coming to this show. Um, so yeah, I mean there's there's a. I think I think this is this is one of those weekends where if you're a pro wrestling fan all over the country that you travel and you go to and this is just extra incentive. Yeah, I think there will be a a, a decent amount of Japanese fans.
1: Okay, next question from Mickey Croft. Uh, where do you see Chris Jericho coming into play with the IC title <laughs> as we're headed into King of Pro Wrestling?
0: Great question. I'm, I'm I'm When was the last time you saw an IC title defense? I mean, G1 happened, and that's a month long, right? It's been at least two months. Was Dominion, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a while, um, and I don't know if I like that. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I don't like that. You mean to tell me we couldn't get one title defense anywhere? I mean that that kind of screams at to me. Screams. He doesn't. They want were that. intentionally putting it on ice, I believe. I, 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 because they felt there were too many singles titles right and we joked about it like oh okay there's 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 a few that right off the top of my head i think that we can put on ice that would be a little bit better again Jericho's not being in g1 he's not fucking doing g1 that ain't happening right um but you mean to tell me he couldn't have some mickey mouse fucking title defense somewhere here in the states what does that tell you one that his cost is very high right i think that's been talked about before that his cost per show is fucking ridiculous, uh, and two, um, he doesn't want to run any shows in in North America. I really don't think he does, and I think he's probably you know a little gun shy of that. Now he could sit there on social media and say, oh, "I'm a free agent," and Okay, I I I I think he is gun shy of 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 performing on a show. And you know, you mean to tell me he couldn't do all in? I mean, he's doing a cruise, right? With the same guys that are running all in. You mean to tell me he couldn't defend that title in all in? That'd be perfect, right? Hmm. I haven't seen it. Yeah, he's not even defending it on the cruise. He's not, right? He's not. So, I'm not a big fan of this on ice thing. This on ice theory can get right up the fucking street. Um, It's been over two months. I haven't seen shit from him. uh, And that title. And I'm not the biggest Like, what benefit... Has the has has the company had right from having him wear this title, like where, like I don't see the outside wrestling like people buzzing about it in the pro wrestling community that he has this title. It's almost an afterthought of oh yeah he fucking does have that title I forgot (laughs) right that's I hear that more often than not. I uh, he's not defending it on this cruise which which be (laughs) fucking I defended the title on a cruise. Like, um, he's not at all in. I don't. He's not booked on any of these um, Long Beach shows, right? Not that, not that I'm aware. So you know what the fuck? You know we're, we're, what are we waiting for here? So I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Okay, so do you think he's
1: going to be making an appearance at some point, King of Pro Wrestling or Destruction? Anything before Wrestle Kingdom?
0: I hope so. I, I can't guarantee anything at this point, but I would think that 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 would have to happen. Um, I I think he's a definite for Wrestle Kingdom. I think that's a definite. Um, do you think it's a Naito match? I do actually. I think I think it is. I think it, I don't think I don't think it's going to be Okada Jericho. Um, yeah, I think it's a Naito match. 92, I think Naito gets his win back on this
1: one. Okay, um, question from Blow Jackson. What do you guys think is the difference between why a Gargano Champa feud gets a lot of flack for being more of the same when we've had uh, 12 Tanahashi-Okada matches that still get universally praised? Mm. Is a WWE-NJPW bias, or is it something deeper? Now, my two cents on this is that I like the Okada-Tanahashi matches because, one, they're good wrestling matches and they don't rely on overblown uh, drama and uh, quote-unquote storytelling and stuff the storytelling you do get is very very subtle just like a, a subtle little callback to something that happened in the previous match whereas these Gargano Champa matches it's like banging you over the head with it there's no subtlety the whole match is just filled with very heavy-handed callbacks and um, the actual when you strip away all the gimmicks and the the high spots and the Big bumps and tables and weapons and all of that stuff. You're not left with much real wrestling. And at the end of the day, I love the Okada Tanahashi matches because they're great wrestling matches. So those are my thoughts on it. Um, what do you
0: make on it? Well, I mean, of those twelve matches, that's spread out over a decent amount of time, right? It's not like those twelve matches happened within a year period, right? Um, they, they've they've you know, they they kept them apart. And when they did do those matches, they they, they were super special and and. Uh, again they it wasn't like they, it was every weekend they were working with each other um so i think that's one two I, I you know i'm i might be in the minority i don't really bang on the gargano Ciampa stuff i i think you know there was the, the one match i thought was was fucking tremendous like a five star um so No, I I I mean I know that I I think if you are a watcher, a more dedicated watcher of that product, you 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 can see the flaws. Where I'm really, I'm I'm in and out real quick, and I go in when it's really, you know, the 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 takeover shows. Let's be honest, that's all I'm watching. So it does it's not really that offensive to me, and it's really a, a a a pleasurable thing because you know, given the product that they usually churn out. Uh, I think these things are head and shoulders above that. Now, again, I might be grading on a, on, a, on a curve with the overall WWE product, but I think these things are are you know, I don't have a problem with them wrestling four times on a takeover. It was is it four times that they that they've headlined? Um,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, no, well, three of them have been on takeovers. One of their matches was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean. I don't really have that much problem with it. These, I think they're they're two talented guys, and again, the the WWE subtlety hammer um, aside, I think I think they can work great matches. I, I really enjoy them. I don't I don't have a problem with them, so I'm not banging on it. Um, again, if you're a, a more more um, less than if you're more than a casual viewer like I am of of the product, I I could see where you might have a problem, but again, uh, I'm. I'm questioning in the sense of Tanahashi and Okada was spread out over multiple years as opposed to you know how long has it been for this a year this feud
1: yeah less than that okay yeah from the the first takeover the first takeover match was it just before Wrestlemania I think now so we've had three since then and it's they've all been very very similar to me Um, uh, unsanctioned match a street fight a last man standing match I mean it's all the same thing really
0: it is it is and uh, and again that's very it does seem like you know we're squeezing it in all in you know some, somebody's double parked outside it feels like uh, and,
1: and it was not intentional right I'll give them their due because it was supposed to be a triple threat with Alistair Black who got injured so they were thrown in at the deep end really so I do uh, sympathize with the spot they were put in and they did a good job considering it was a pretty last minute thing but I
0: didn't enjoy it that much yeah um, Tana, and, and again, Tana, to me, Tanahashi and Okada, m- maybe it is a style. Um, I just enjoy that that dramatic storytelling as opposed to, again, as you made mention to many times that 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 look at this callback spot. Look at the, you know, you know that not that subtlety hammer um, that I've heard other people mention. So, uh, again, it's it's style and it's uh you know again we're we're doing multiple main events in a real short amount of time. So that, that, that to me is the difference.
1: Okay. Question from Aspir. ignore all the contract issues with WWE. Would you like to see Neville wrestling new Japan? If so, what division heavyweight or junior?
0: Yes. And, um, I, I mean, I, pref- I would prefer heavyweight. Um, but I think there is more opportunity for him uh, probably as a junior. Right. Um, Here's the thing is, I, I just think he's, a, like, I, I just think his style is more suited for that. Like, I just don't think his, like, there's a difference between Abushi, and Neville. And and the big difference is, is that really just looks, and I don't mean hunkiness, I mean height, <laughs> right? Um, I, I mean, I'd like to see them shoulder to shoulder, but I, I feel like Neville's much a smaller guy. Not muscular, height-wise. And I think that plays a big difference when you're going against a guy like fucking Fale. Um, so I think Junior. Uh, but yeah, I would sign him tomorrow. Sure.
1: Okay. Um, Jeff asked, which ace does Damon prefer, Okada or Tanahashi?
0: So again, let's pull back the curtain. We talked about this, this particular question for a little bit. I thought it was a a, a, maybe on the surface, maybe like one of those, this guy, right? But I think there's, deeper layers to this than than maybe we wanted to lead on. So to me the, the 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 upside of an Okada is one his age, right? Two, he really hasn't been banged up, right? There hasn't been a, a major injury that has sidelined him for months, right? Um and I think that there's he's not even at the top of his Uh, Pro wrestling arc, career-wise, right? He's—he's. I think he's still on an upward trend, right? I don't even think we've gotten the best of Okada yet, which is just blows my mind thinking about that, right? Um, so those are the pluses for him. Tanahashi, to me, is like—is the guy and always will be the guy until he's not the guy, right? um and and you would think that he would be you know we talked about it before where he is obviously on the the downward trend of his career he has had multiple injuries that you know he hasn't really been on the shelf for a considerable amount of time but you know we all know the injuries and how banged up he is and and how taped up he is and but he's still able to to weave the magic um the one thing that 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 every time i go over there and even now, when you hear about it, is uh, is the crowd reaction to him like? And I don't even think an Okada gets that kind of crowd reaction, where it's you know maybe it is the cult thing, right? Maybe it is as Kenny called it a cult, but but he just gets that, like he just has that thing that that people want to see, especially a Japanese audience. Uh, it, it is an amazing charisma that he has um, for that audience. Me, I think, I think Tanahashi has done more to grow the company than Okada, but Okada has been the guy in in arguably New Japan's hottest era since the nineties. Does that make sense? So Tanahashi got them there. Okada kept them there and 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 built off of that growth. It's almost like losing weight, where you know well, maybe it's, maybe it's really not. Maybe it's the opposite, but uh, that's my point. Tanahashi is the guy that that really climbed the mountain of getting them back up, and again, a, a huge mountain and. Okada is the guy who got them to the to the top of the mountain. We'll call it. And again, there's still more mountain to climb, apparently. But he got them to the top of this mountain, um, and kept them there, right? And 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 it was the top guy with a lot of financial growth. So they answer the question Tanahashi.
1: Again, uh, wonderfully well thought out answer. I was just gonna. Hand wave that one, but you're doing excellent, you're doing a superb job here with these questions. Oh, thank you. Um, next one from uh, we're going to the Twitter questions. So at NJPW Thought says, Goto is 39, Tanahashi's 41, Ishii is 43. Kojima's trip down the card started at about 40, Nagata's around 43. When do Goto, Tanahashi, and Ishii start getting moved down, and who will be stepping into their spots?
0: Uh, look, I, I think all three of those guys have so much left in the tank. Like, could you, it really matters about injuries and and if they can go. That's really going to be the, 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 the determining factor, right? You mean to tell me you're going to put Ishii down just because he's whatever age, right? Guy just came off fucking, you know, a G1 where he was the MVP in a great G1. He ain't going nowhere fast. Uh, Goto? I think the same thing, Tanahashi. You know, he he won the fucking thing. So I think if, I think if you're waiting for them to take a back seat to, uh, to anybody else in the promotion, you might be waiting a little bit. Um, you're not going to see them in multi man tags uh, limping to the ring. And when you do, there, there's your cue. So it's really about whether they can go. Um, and all three of the people that you mentioned, the age aside, they they are still. Top of the game, you know, and you know, one of those guys is absolutely going to be in the mix when it comes to wrestler of the year at our year end awards, uh, and another guy is making a late run that he'll be in the conversation, and Goto is, you know, ha- you know, he had matches that were compelling and great in this G one. So once again, it goes back to tap on the shoulder, have a good match, okay, let- let's perform. Uh, those three guys, I don't I, I, again. Until their ring work falls apart and injuries mount, uh, I don't think I don't think we'll I don't think we'll see them take a backseat to anybody quite yet.
1: Okay, a question from Chaz Monroe. They ask, would love to hear Damon talk about the Enochism era in the wake of the weird meme culture it has recently inspired. Yeah,
0: um, I, I think it gets a bad rap sometimes. Like the actual in ring stuff is not. Like what you would see here today, right? So you're not going to, to see, you know, if you if 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 the enjoyment you get out of pro wrestling is, uh, omegas, okadas, uh, more f- you know, flashier abuushis, mo- right? Like if that's that's if that's what you gravitate toward pro wrestling, you probably aren't going to dig this, um. The biggest challenge I had was the fact that during this time, it, you know, the, the the feeling was that Anoki, you know, obviously you would think you would hope that this wasn't the case and the or the feeling, but it it felt like Anoki would put his pro wrestlers in real fucking awkward positions. Um what I mean by that is, you know, a guy like uh Yuji Nagata. Nagata. Yeah. He got absolutely screwed, didn't he? He really fucking did. Um, You know, they're put in these positions of, oh, my God, I got to really fight somebody? (laughs) What? Uh, Who's trained in fighting? Uh, and, And, you know, and they're getting their asses handed to them. And then they look like fucking bums. You know? It's pro wrestling. So, um you know that era also also so you you know the guys who nagata
1: had to fight in his short-lived mma career um wasn't one of them uh I, you know give me the names because i forget them right off the top of my head okay so i was, I was just looking up so he had two two matches yeah. and you think oh f- probably against like you know soft opponents they want to make their their talent look good. No, first loss against Mirko Krokop, right. second loss against Fedor
0: Emelianenko. Right, these two are two of the greatest MMA heavyweights of all time. Right. Casual like wrestling fans, they would see that name and be like, "Oh, I've seen that name before." You know what I mean? <laughs> like these aren't aren't fucking bums. Right. This isn't Tank Abbott that he's going against, right? Um, yeah, it's just a weird fucking thing. And again, so Anoki was always a guy that that really wanted to make pro wrestling the king of sports, right? That thus, thus the name on the logo. Um, So again, he was, I want to say obsessed with it, but it was a driving factor in what woke him up in the morning was making sure pro wrestling was looked at as, you know, the king of fighting. So again, he would fight Kung Fu and, and judo people and, Boxers, and I mean everybody knows the the Ali one, but he 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 fought. Um, I wanted to say Joe Frazier, but I know that ain't right. Leon Spinks, maybe that was it. Um, I mean he he made a career doing that. I mean they they had a whole dome show where they brought over over serious Russian wrestlers, like collegiate style, you know, singlet, you know, headgear, those type of wrestlers, legitimate ones. To perform, you know, he headlined. Like, what was his name? He one of them was the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, Solomon Harishmanov, right? That uh, he was obsessed with that. Um, I some of it, I think, is is some of some of this Inokiism that I see online is in current day. It feels to me like, oh man. I'm too cool for the room, kind of thing, you know. Like, like, uh oh man, you listen to this music, you gotta listen to fucking Velvet Underground, man, or Television. <laughs> you know, you're just like, cat the fuck up the street. Uh but, but, I, uh, but, uh, but, I will go so far as to say, even though it fucking killed the business, their business, um, it, it, the matches and the stuff there wasn't bad if you like very realistic looking pro wrestling. And not UWFI style pro wrestling, mind you. Not that bad. But you're not gonna again, you're not getting Kenny Omega, you're not getting fucking abushi, you're not getting that kind of stuff. So um Inoki ego aside, um, it wasn't it, it, I think it gets a bad rap. It wasn't horrific, but again, putting putting his main people in positions to fucking eat it, I don't know how that helps. Right. And I think that was probably my biggest criticism of it.
1: Okay, Uh question from Tyler. He says, with Penny versus... Penny? Penny? Who? Kenny versus <laughs> Pentagon Jr. <laughs> Penny! <laughs> tell me about Penny! Kenny versus Pentagon Jr. All-in. How likely is this a gateway for Pentagon to work some future NJPW dates? And Tyler also speculates that uh Chris Jericho might attack Ricardo after his match at All-in set up a program for the Dome. So what do you think? Do you think we're going to get more... Penny Pentagon mm. in NJPW
0: or do you think he's <laughs> WWE bound? A lot of P's there, huh? <laughs> Penny and Pentagon? Um. No. I mean, isn't there a lot of talk of, of them going WWE bound?
1: Yeah, him and his brother. Yeah.
0: Phoenix, for those who don't know. Yeah. So um where would you put him? My, I just I just said yeah let's sign Neville but you know and, where would you put him and just Junior? I don't think you could put him as a Junior. And look, would I like it? Sure, why not, right? But do I think it's going to happen? No, um, I think I think if the rumors are true and, and the and the chatter is true, um, if he's going anywhere, which is not one hundred percent from what I understand, but if he's going anywhere, he might do a little. We do a little run with the old NXTers down there. Yeah, he seems a bit uh, too extreme for WWE
1: main roster. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see on that. Um, question from Wilfred Watches Podcast. Which talent outside of Japan would Damon like to see? People was asking what Damon likes to see. No one ever asked what Joel wants to see. Uh, would Damon like to see NJPW next year?
0: Well, don't you answer Joel. I mean, I think uh, I don't want to, you know... No, Wilfred watches podcast. Doesn't want to hear my take. He wants to hear Damon's take. <laughs> That's okay. I think it's a joint one. I think he's. Uh, I think he means everyone. He's by Damon. He means all of us. Uh, what is he watching? By the way, what, what, what is Wilfred watching? He watches. He anything? watches
1: wrestling, and he does a podcast, a short podcast, giving thoughts about stuff.
0: Okay,
1: I mean. Uh... Is he watching the old stuff? He's affiliated with the the Kings of Pro Wrestling podcast,
0: guys. Gotcha. Okay. All right. right. Well, maybe I'll I'll listen to him listening to watching stuff. I don't know. Uh, Okay. What the fuck was this question again? (laughs) What was
1: this question? (laughs) Which talent outside of Japan would Damon and Damon alone like to see in NJPW next year or the year after that?
0: Walter. I'll go Walter. Um, he just had a big match with uh, Ishi Rev Pro, um, that the boys from London uh, attended. So uh, and that was good. I felt bad because they were sending me like nine hundred and sixty five thousand text messages. Like, see, I, I kid you not. So I-, I went to that NXS show. It was great. Um, not the real NXS obviously, because uh, Michael, <laughs> uh, rest in peace. Um, it's a tribute band, which was great. I had a great time, by the way, everyone. Thank you. Uh. But I was like, kind of picking up people and driving down to the venue and all that nonsense. So, in the meantime, they're sending me five thousand. Like, I would put down my phone, I would read everything, but I can't respond. I'm driving or I'm doing something, right? And then uh, I would put down the phone, and literally, my phone would. I would look at it again, and there were twenty seven text messages. I'm like, oh my god, dude, you're a fucking twelve year old girl. Just, <laughs> just, just typing away with the text messages. Uh, but yeah, they were giving me reports from that, and obviously a great match from Ishii and Walter. So that would be my answer. I would go Walter. How about you? It didn't ask me, so... No, I want to know. I want to know. Thanks. I don't care what Wilfred wants. I want to
1: know. All right, Wilfred, put your fingers in your ears, because I'm going <laughs> to answer the question now. Wilfred, I'm I'm just messing with you. I'm, I know you didn't mean that. Uh, I would, like... New Japan. Mm. 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 Uh, mm. it's got to be just saving someone from the WWE dumpster oh, fire. Okay. I'm just trying to think who who it would be. Um probably Brian Danielson. Okay. A- I think he is in most need of being saved from that mess.
0: Yeah, that's not, that's that's not a bad one. You'd be doing uh you'd be doing a, a public service right there. That's for sure um that's not a, that's a good pick I didn't even consider WWE uh, people yeah or maybe Andrade Almas as well oh that's yeah uh, yeah. it would be
1: cool to see him mixing up with uh LIJ yeah
0: no CM Punk huh
1: <laughs> no
0: <laughs> all right
1: all right there you go Wilford I don't know he didn't even count as a wrestler when's the last time we wrestled a wrestling match
0: oh god F- over five years ago I think right yeah right, I, let's I, move on a question I, from uh Oh, yeah,
1: you got got lot no, of th- it.
0: I just think he could go. I really do. I think if uh, a motivated punk, I think absolutely could d- could do it and do it uh, very well. And I think it would be exciting. And I think it would be just a monster moment and a big fuck you to the to the to the Fed. And I don't know. I just I I I don't know why I'm a, I'm not I'm not obsessed with it, but I don't know why I'm kind of I know, really think that would be a real fucking moment, man, uh, and a real big spotlight thing. The Jericho thing was big, but Madison Square Garden, him hitting the ring, oh, I don't know, something I would dig. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm off base, but all right.
1: No, you're right. It would be huge, but yeah, anyway, we discussed this already. Uh, John Enright asked, does Cody take the US Championship from Juice, and how can NJPW ignore those who pin Juice in the G1? My answer to the second question would be all the people that pin Juice are above the US title, so they have got a good reason for not going after it because they've got bigger fish to fry. Uh, So what do you think? Do you think Cody's taking the championship?
0: I hope not. I do. I hope not. Um, It would be a nice win for Juice, wouldn't it? That would To kind of get some redemption and to kind of further show his growth because of the the Tokyo Dome show, right? Uh, Again, he made mention in his interviews, you know, he's not the same Juice. And if you think you're seeing the same Juice, you're sadly... Mistaken. I'm sure he threw a motherfucker in there somewhere. Right? Um, so I think it, look, I think a juice win would do more for juice. Um, and I don't think Cody is, you know, like going to politic his way the, to, to make sure that doesn't happen. I think he's the type of guy that, that, that would, would have no problem doing that. Um, Again, I hope not. Cause here's the thing. I feel like Juice needs that belt and needs solid title defenses under his belt to help him. Cody doesn't need the IWGP US title. He doesn't need it. Um, he would look good with it though.
1: I think that belt, just something about the aesthetic of it, the colors yeah. would really suit him.
0: Yeah. Do you like that belt? I like it. I, I do like that belt. Yeah. I, it looks cool. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of it, just the, the aesthetic, as you as you said. Um It reminds me a lot of how different, like, the old NWA TV title was with with the red leather, right? Um, I always loved that fucking belt. Or, like, the Intercontinental title when it had different color leather, like the white. um, I'm talking about the WWE one. Or, like, the yellow, like when Ultimate Warrior had it. Like, I like the different color leather. Um, I don't know why. And I like the white, the whiteness of the, um, (laughs) I don't mean that in that way. You know what I mean. Uh, The whiteness and color of uh, the Intercontinental title. I like that a lot, too. So um, I, I don't know. There's, just, there's just something... But I do like the U.S. title a lot. I do. I, I like the look of it.
1: Okay, question from Estevan. For both Joel and Damon... Oh, thank you, Estevan. NJPW and Bushiroad have had limited interaction with North American fandom over the years. Do you believe that they will ever create an official North American chapter of the New Japan fan club? What are your reasons for thinking either yes or no? This is something, personally, I would love to see because... In terms of getting the quality seats for uh, big shows like Wrestle Kingdom and Dominion, the only show in town is basically being a member of the fan club, which means you get first dibs on the tickets. And to be a member of the fan club, you've got to be a Japanese resident. You need a Japanese address. So it's going to be a bit of a pain for me this year, sorting out my Wrestle Kingdom tickets again. So if it were possible to be able to sign up for that without being a Japanese resident, I think that would definitely open up a lot of avenues. So um, what do you make of yeah. this question?
0: Now, Estevan, uh, just to pull back the curtain a little bit, uh, I actually had a conversation, an actual phone call, shockingly enough, with the said gentleman. Said gentleman was um, at Wrestle Kingdom last year, and he introduced himself to me saying he was an avid listener, and he uh, was a big fan, and we shared a brew uh, at Cork and Hall. And then, lo and behold, uh, I think it was at, like, a uh, a wave show or ice ribbon show that we met. And then right afterward, that's where uh, we all went to – like, he just kind of clinged – You know how I tell the story about how Frazier kind of just kind of, like – part of the group. Cool. He's here. It's Frazier. You know, we, we, we met Frazier and he just kind of was like boop, stuck on like Velcro, um, which is awesome. Well, he, he did this as well. And then we went to that, that crazy underground pro wrestling show in a basement in the, in like, we don't even know where the to fuck Tokyo, um, but it was in a basement and the, and the ropes were chains. And there was like, wrestling match and then uh a comedian and then a stripper <laughs> like, a, like a pole dancer and then um another match and it was just craziness And a bar it was just like there's maybe 75 people at most in this it was so f- much fun we couldn't believe it um he went to that so anyway anywho we talked about me going to Wrestle Kingdom and blah 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 and uh he was talking about how he felt the need for something like this. So he has a little bit of a vested interest in this question. So good job by him. He's a good fan and a a good guy. Um, Yes, I I think it would be a good thing. I, I, I think, because here's the thing, to have one central location for the community of New Japan Pro Wrestling is one important, right? Because even though we feel like we have that, Right. With with our little show, Um, there are lots of other shows that have their own similar pockets. And there's people that listen to us and listen to others and and the part of their community and again, Reddit and and everywhere. So there's all these little pockets of New Japan fandom that have been created. I like to think we're at the top of that, but that's all right. (laughs) Um, uh, But there's all that. So to have someone one... hook
1: me up with a wrestle kingdom ticket please
0: yeah 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 come on i listen if you need help let me know i'll, I'll see if i can make some some uh some contact but understand that everybody is so, Last so year up,
1: did like yeah Now go ahead i, go. I was laughing around talking? making accounts with
0: lawson's
1: and i had to get my my japanese friend saki to help me and use her address and stuff and it was just Massive pain in the ass. So, it is. if someone can just be like, "Hey, Joel, I can get you a quality ticket for Wrestle Kingdom. This is how much it costs. I will uh, shoot you over
0: the money, and you get to sit next to me at Wrestle Kingdom." Bonus. You know, what? that's a, that's a pretty great uh, that's a pretty great thing, actually. You know what? Maybe if look. All right, let's do this. Let's see what kind of fandom we have out there. Let's see what what our fans can help us with. Um, let's help Joel Wrestle Kingdom. Right, he's going to need a ticket. And two it, tickets, ideally, but I, I'd settle for one. Two tickets. Let's 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 work for two. So uh, he, he listen. There's nobody more dependable than Joel. When I needed the, the money for the New York tickets, it was there in seconds. Um, so you'll get your money. He'll take care of it. You get to sit next to him. That'd be fucking cool, right? Your Wrestle Kingdom sitting next to Joel. Be fucking hilariously great. You'll have a great time. So if there is anyone that can help him. You know, slide in his DMs, uh, and then uh, work it out. So help out Joel in his in his mission for a two for two tickets to Wrestle Kingdom. All right, that would help us tremendously. Thank you.
1: Okay, excellent. Um, got some questions from your man Joel in London, who has sent a lovely photograph of him and the dominator, the great O'Con, And there's another gentleman here who, I apologize, I don't know who it is. Might be Tom. Maybe um, Tom
0: Canning. Is he uh, kind of, you know, a little loss of hair? A little, uh, no, maybe, no? Yeah, very okay. hunky. Yeah, that's 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 yeah, very Tom. Three hunky men in this picture. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, so the, the caption here: Who should be the next challengers for the NEVER Trios title? So there's a a lovely photo of uh, Joel and Tom and the Great Okan here, and Joel also says, "Well, Damon admit he was terribly wrong about the Dominator, the Great
0: Okan." No, no, he, that, I can't get into that. Like they went, they were sending me pictures from he, he wrestled on this this last show with Walter and Ishi. Um, I just, I, can't, I, I can't. I think, that, I think they saddled him with a really silly gimmick it really isn't great and again it's like it's like 2018 killer con watch it watch watch killer con matches from like wwF circa 1983 and tell me that that is not the same pro wrestling style as the great oakland you're wrong he's he's amazing and it's a great gimmick uh
1: next question from benji uh any thoughts on the upcoming rev pro tv tapings and british jacob so the british jacob lineup is pretty good we got a uh, jushin liger actually I, am i looking at the right one here no i'm looking at last year's lineup. oh no oh no
0: how embarrassing oh my okay.
1: goodness uh, have you seen anything about the british jacob okay i've got it here okay, okay
0: you got it but, uh, but the only thing that i've seen is liger so uh, and i think david Starr, right
1: yeah, I say okay. we got Liger, Taguchi, uh, Rocky Romero, Chris Ridgway, Kyle Fletcher, Show Yo, Curtis Chapman, El Fantasmo, Rich Swan, Tiger Mask, Bandido, Dean Allmark, Flamita, David
0: Stark, and Kashida. That looks pretty damn good to me. That's fucking good. I mean, that's 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 that's, that's really fucking good. You you mean to tell me that place isn't going to be sold out and rocking? That's that's a, that's good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm digging that show right there.
1: Cool. Me too. So, if you are a British listener, get yourself down to the Bowlers Exhibition Centre in Manchester on September the eighth, because it's going to be really great. Yeah, and then go to uh, and then, go, and then wait, the-
0: wait, wait, and then go to Salford Lads Club. Right, you got to get, take your picture in front of that for the Smiths. You know, come on. That's that's a, that's a Manchester thing, right? And then you can go uh at Liam Gallagher Liam Noel Gallagher's house, like his mom's house, still lives there, Peg, lives there, right? And then you can go behind a little bit where they did the Shaker Maker video in the alley where they did the uh the famous album cover for definitely maybe the house is still there. You can go around the back and and go in the alleyway. I'm j- I'm just I'm a- you can go in the bridge, Joy Division bridge right there, right? I did the whole music tour in Manchester. It's fucking great. Um but you went to the Gallagher's mom's house. Yeah. Did you go inside the house? No, no. So. Okay. No, (laughs) I didn't didn't like knocking the door. No, No, but I went to Morrissey's house too. Like Morris, the the house that Morrissey grew up in. Went to that fucking house. Um, So it was a tour. And the guy who ran the tour was the drummer for a band called Inspiral Carpets. But he passed away, um, like recently. Um, I think he he committed suicide, I think. Um, But... uh, but he was a great guy and really fucking like I was in Bali at the time when I got news. I was like, Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, so he did a music tour. Um, and you would go to all these different stops. He would drive you around and you would go to Morrissey's house that he grew up in. And you would go to again, the Gallagher's house, right? Um, where, where the mom still lives. Um, and you would go to South at Lads Club where you know the famous um uh, picture of the smiths out in front um that was one of those crazy moments of life where i was just like holy fuck i can't believe i'm here um and all kinds of different other stops and then that same day i had a tour of uh old trafford and later that night i had i know but wait and then later but i had a beat you know i mean like like i don't necessarily support them but like um like I felt like oh my god I have to, when am I ever going to be here again I got to do that but then I did uh, you literally it? support you financially you paid for a ticket you gave them your money you I supported did. them I guess you got a good point um but yeah walk the, you know you get to walk on the pitch you get the and then like uh then then later did like, you but- take a shit on the pitch <laughs> I did I did, did not I did not um but then I had to go, then I went to um was it Etihad stadium is that what it's called for city right
2: no. Oh,
0: double boo! All right, more booze. I well, I'm in Manchester. Where the fuck I gotta I gotta see these things, right? Um, and there you go. Um, I but, but during that same trip, I I went to uh, uh Arsenal Stadium. What is what is that called? Uh, is that um, what's the name of that fucking Emirates? Emirates. Stadium. I'll yes. let you off then. I did okay. go there. Yeah, I did go there. Good um, man. You know, I'm not. I'm not you know, whatever. I'm not. But I was in, Man- like I said, when am I ever going to be in Manchester? So literally, it was like a one-day thing where I did 900 things and then took the train back to London that night. Um, just just because, I again, when was I ever going to be there? So it was great. I had a good time.
1: Excellent. Um, question from uh, Sandy, Sandray the Giant. How long before we get a rematch of uh, Nakanishi and Nagata from last year? Because that match was awesome.
0: <laughs> Let's pump the brakes there. <laughs> awesome? Yeah. Um... It was, it was surprisingly good. Um, when will we get that rematch? I mean, who knows? Stick uh, we'll, it on a Lionsgate project. Yeah.
1: Whatever those shows are called, I'll be down with it.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, really, really, that of all, of all things you want to be excited about, that's what you're going to be excited about. <laughs> um, it was good. Don't get me wrong. And, and again, surprisingly good at, at Considering who was in the ring and Nakanishi and all that, but yeah. Um put it on a Lions you know, gate blinds, Gate Pride show. <laughs> um and yeah, you know, that'd be fine. No problem. Okay, question from Aaron who says, uh how
1: Okada's redemption at Champion Naito at Wrestle Kingdom is good slash bad for LIJ fans. Uh can't really make sense of that. Maybe you can. And conjecture on if with a healthy Shibata this was earmarked as his year as G
0: one champion. Hard to say, hard to say. But the Shibata, I mean, he he was on fire prior, right prior to that injury. Um, you know, even though he came up short in in the, in the title match, but you would f- you would figure that he was he would be in the mix for a lot of a lot of the top spots. Um, yeah, that injury was, 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 again, devastating on multiple levels, but, uh, it's hard to say that this would, would have been a year for that. Um, no, I don't understand the LIJ question, so,
1: um.
0: Maybe <laughs> you- right, next then. Right. Uh, okay, uh,
1: Nicholas asks, how much would you guys think a G1 tour vacation would cost? Flights, tickets, accommodation, travel. So, of course, you'd be best asking uh, Fraser. Is it at Fraser Japan? Yeah. For the tickets and travel costs. So, just add on to what he says your flights and hotels. And the answer is probably loads, I would imagine. That will yeah. cost you a lot of money if you want to go to what all the G1 shows, if that's what he's proposing.
0: Yeah, it depends on what your accommodation needs are. Like, if you want to stay in hostels, okay, great. You could figure that out. I ain't saying in a fucking hostel. That's Fuck I mean. that! Right. Fuck that!
1: I did that when I went to Japan for the first time last year. Never again, Damon.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. Just... Asa hotels all the way. Yeah, bunk bunking with a bunch of people. No, um, yeah, I, I don't. I would. That would drive me nuts. Um, and you know, there's a, an acoustic guitar somewhere. Ugh. <laughs> you know, just. Not for me uh, So I mean I went to G1 Like I don't know where they're coming from though Right so for flights I mean if you're coming from um, Like I was coming from Newark So direct flight Tokyo I went to when I was there I was like three nights at Corkin And then three nights at Sumo Hall And so I was there A little, a little longer than a week Probably closer to two And I think it was like around, not including tickets. If you're including tickets, probably between all that hotel and everything, probably like around three grand, U.S. Or you know maybe even a little bit more. Probably around there. Um, But yeah, if you're doing the whole thing, I mean, you're. I mean, I would think you're looking at. You because you got to eat. You want to go out? Do you want to go out? I would think five you would really kind of want, especially if it's your first time in Japan. You're going to want to buy shit, right? You're going to want to fucking bring shit home. Um, I'm going to say five grand. I'm going to say 5,000 US.
1: Yeah, the annoying thing for me is that the the school I work at, school starts at the beginning of August, which means that going to the G1 finals is... It's not off the table I mean I can take a couple of personal days to go and see that maybe I'll try and do that next year but then i I try and save my personal days for Wrestle Kingdom so yeah I, I, I don't know about G1s yeah maybe I, I'll try next year
0: it's it's but I will say this though it is so fucking unbelievably hot weather wise and, and again I I,
1: Dominion was sweltering <laughs> I, I can't imagine what it's like
0: I'm telling you what Joel I, it really saps your energy to do anything else right so you go to the shows, and again, it unless you're staying in like fucking Akihabara, um, where it's close to the, the the stop for sumo. You know, you're you're waiting on a platform. You're sweating your fucking balls off. You're getting an air conditioned train, which is nice. Um, but then you're walking to the venue and you're waiting in line. And I'm telling you, you are baking, and it kills you, you, any like want to do anything else. Like you have enough energy to go to the shows and then that's it. And again, you're going to some of these shows where the actual arena, it doesn't have what you would call North American air conditioning, right? It's not like you're, you know, there's a big difference. There's a big difference between their idea of air conditioning and some jerk off from Philadelphia's idea of air conditioning. Um, you, it's it, unless you really enjoy the heat you're going to be uncomfortable uh, and that might be the main reason why i i don't do g1 cuz it's just unbelievable the wrestling is some of the greatest i've ever seen the fucking heat and again we get very humid summers here in philadelphia like our, we get up to you know we are 90 degrees for weeks is not uncommon right 90 degrees fahrenheit i don't know what the fuck that is celsius um and the humidity we do get a lot of humidity but i promise you i swear on my life there is nothing like middle of august or you know beginning of august end of july summertime heat in tokyo it is fucking brutal and they just got done some of the most some record breaking heat last year um i don't know what the fuck they're going to do for the olympics i'm gonna be truthful i don't think people understand what the fuck they're getting themselves into the athletes i can you imagine running a marathon in that fucking just baking heat oh my god well god bless them
1: well you know i did live in bangkok for two years so i guess i'm pretty used to that kind of heat and, and shaman is tropical as well mm. I did a sprint distance triathlon, actually, when I was in Bangkok. But then you got a bit of swimming thrown into there. So that uh, and it was it starts very early in the morning. So that mitigated the heat somewhat. But uh, yeah, I can't imagine sitting in Sumo Hall for three hours. Sweating my arse off, and yeah, especially
0: well again. Now they're in Budokan, which is nice, but again, keep in mind that sumo hall. Those seats, I, I complain about them all the time. Unless you're sitting in the second level with regular seats, and again, they're 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 made for a Japanese audience. You don't have those husky thighs. Um, you're sitting on those 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 sumo benches, bo- those boxes, and it's basically sitting on your kitchen floor for four hours, cross legged, right. Like for for two nights there was me and another guy, and then one night, uh, no, for one night there was me and another guy. So you could stretch out a little bit and stretch your legs and bring them back in. And it wasn't you know your when your ass falls asleep, you know you can kind of shinny a little bit. Second night was me and a uh, and a couple a guy and a, a, guy and a girl um, shared a box, and then the finals it was four four guys sitting cross legged. And I, t- I told the story many times. I, I I didn't sit in the seats. I, I kind of, for the finals, I roamed around the arena and just like, stood in various sections. And then at the finals, I just went down and said, I, I, I can't fucking, I'm going down and sitting down. Sorry, everyone. And I fucking, oh my God, it was, I couldn't wait for that match to get over. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah. Which G1 final was that? Uh, Tanahashi Nakamura or Tanahashi one. Uh,
1: all right, so next question then. Christopher asks, where do you see the end game of the Bullet Club? I get that they're a cash cow, but the current course they're on is going to end up being like the NWO, which is sad. How would you freshen it up, or is it already too late? Just blow it up.
0: They're not going to blow it up because you're exactly right. It is a cash cow, and when it stops being a cash cow is when they should blow it up, but they'll probably milk it for another buck or two. It's pro wrestling. Um, we don't learn from our mistakes. <laughs> uh, to me... It's tired, right? To me, it's not one of those things that I think has the juice that it once had. Um, Look, truth be told, I'm never really a big fan of Bullet Club shit. But I understand that what they were. and, And for many North American fans, Bullet Club was the gateway into New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I get it. Uh, if I am them, I I I I throw a grenade on it and blow it up. But um, they're gonna milk it for every dollar they can, and and it doesn't feel like it, that's slowing down anytime soon. Especially here. I mean, you know, Hot Topic, Villain Club, and Hangman Page Club, and fucking you name it, club. So it is what it is. It and might... it's always the people in Bullet Club shirts who hate me and want to punch me in the throat. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't shock me. Right, I'm sure they want to fucking punch me in the throat too. Uh, I'll fight anybody. I'll fight you. I'll fight you all. Um, I don't care. No, I, uh, I reckon
1: there's the different sort of the fans of the different factions hate and love us in in different ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon I going I would say I think Lij fans are okay with me, but then again, I I'm not a massive Naito stand, so maybe not. I Suzuki Gun fans. I'm, I'm pretty generous with Suzuki Goon. If you're a Suzuki Goon fan, I think you and I are
0: cool. Yeah. How about Chaos? I think Chaos fans. You you are alright with them. There aren't any Chaos fans, Damon. Don't oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very good point. Uh, yeah, I think I think the most Wilfreds. you yeah, go on, mate. What what does Wilfred got? What what's he got? Well, I was, Wilfred
1: would like to see Kenny stay, turn on Kota, and revive the whole Bullet Club.
0: Yeah, we can do better than Bullet Club. We can do better than Bullet Club. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not feeling the Bullet Club anymore. I haven't felt it in years. I understand why they're there, but let's 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 not let's not jumpstart Bullet Club. Let's let's let that kind of fade away, please, please. I'm begging. A bullet you. in their heads. Yeah, you go. There you go. All right. What else we got?
1: Patrick says with Hiromu's sideline, do you think NJPW would look to add a new member to LIJ to fill them out while he recovers? I would say no. I don't think you should mess around with LIJ. I think it is very nicely balanced as it is. I agree. And I think adding someone would be cheapening it and, and cheapening Hiromu's uh absence.
0: I agree 100 percent with that. Um I th- the dynamic of the group is is solid. It's it's it feels like a gang. Like it feels like a like a you know, it feels like your favorite pop group, right? I like Simon and I like John, you know, I mean? I like the Spice Girls of right. NJPW. It really, it really, I, I mean, for, for, for.
1: Which is your favorite Spice Girl?
0: I was, I was a big, um, who was I? um, uh, I, let's name them first. Sporty, right? Uh, let me see if I can do it. Sporty. Um, I should fucking know this, right? Um, Sporty Spice, Baby Spice, um, <sighs> um, I don't. That's all I got. What else have we got? Who else? Five
1: seconds. Would it take me less than five seconds
0: to do that? Go ahead, do it.
1: Sporty, baby, ginger, ginger, posh, and scary.
0: Scary. I don't want to be scary. Um, I would go ginger spice. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of the ginger spice of all of them. Yeah, that's that's my wheelhouse.
1: Hmm. I don't know which but I, I went through phases when i was a young lad yeah i was well into the
0: spice girls i loved really when i was little Who's, what's your, what's your yeah. favorite what's your favorite song um because i got mine
1: there was a, a song i think it was on their first album called love thing they, they never released it as a uh, single, but that was my favorite. That was mine. Is
0: stop right now? Do you want your heart? I don't know where it's Thank you. You know the song I'm talking about, right? Oh, come on! Don't tell me you don't fucking know that song.
1: Stop. Yeah, yeah. Right of course, now. of course.
0: Okay, okay. Good. That can make me feel like yeah. a fucking idiot. Um, I like Spice Girls. I don't have a problem with the Spice Girls. I mean, they are what they are. They're just a fucking manufactured pop group. There's every every generation has had one, whether it be. Uh, you know your monkeys or your uh, you know new kids on the block or your fucking in sync. You know they're all every every generation needs a a good solid poppy uh thing that the kids can listen to. So I got no problem with that. I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. So it's it doesn't offend me in the least.
1: We're really covering a, a broad spectrum here tonight. Yeah. I'm enjoying this show a lot.
0: Me too.
1: Okay, a uh, question from Ryan. What do you think a typical day for Antonio Inoki is nowadays? Is he training, carving wood, watching soap operas? What is the founder of NJPW doing now that he's retired? Now, I think he's operating uh, at least 10 of these burner accounts on Twitter with all the Inokis <laughs> and memes, personally.
0: Yeah, me too. And I, and I can
1: point to a few. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think you might be right. That and ironing red scarves is 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 his entire day. Uh, Burner accounts on Twitter for Anokhiism and ironing red scarves. And uh, I see him around though. Like he'll like you, you kind of see him. Um, where was he at? Was he at Ricky Dozen's grave or um, I forget. I saw him recently in a picture, but he's always wearing the same like white shirt, black. Jacket thing and the and the red scarf. He's that's his gimmick. Um, he is what he is. He's a, he's an icon. Um, you know, and there's, there was no one bigger in the eighties, and he helped make him that way. <laughs> he made he made himself he made himself a star. The old Dusty Rhodes theory. So, uh, right, good for him.
1: Nathan asks, any confirmation if there'll be a junior tag league this year? I'd love to see ACH and Dragon League back in New Japan as well as Volador Junior. Now, I think they do a, a junior tag tournament mm-hmm. towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. leading into power struggle, if I'm not mistaken. So I would assume they do the same again this year. Yeah. Um, which, well, uh, would guess there's some space there for some interesting new teams. Uh, I wonder if, know flip Gordon's gonna be back um maybe you know flip a c h that could be a fun little team well what do you say to the junior tag action at like the it. end of the year
0: it's fine um I, I think they definitely will have it. I don't see why not um yeah, and you the, all the names that they mentioned well would certainly get at least an invitation right um uh, depending upon their schedule i think a c h is definitely one of those people. Um, who likes to be brought in during those times. I think Flip would probably be on that list as well. Volador, absolutely. Vol excuse me, Junior, uh, would be on that list, that short list. So, yeah, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. It's 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 not a... It's it's a decent enough time. Gives people something to do, something to look forward to uh, in a little bit of a dry area. So, yeah, no problem. Uh,
1: the Boat says, do you think there's a way to convince wrestlers to join NJPW instead of their evil fet I guess this just comes down to financial security versus creative freedom, although I think there's something to be said for uh, the very gruelling lifestyle and schedule of working for the WWE main roster where you're on the road most of the year, and that really takes a toll on you physically, um, despite you know the comparisons you might make about the differences in the in-ring style. With New Japan, you have a gruelling tour, but then you get a lot of time off, and you can go back and see your family or whatever, so... I guess those are the the main ish the main factors really about how much you're getting paid, how much creative freedom you want and how much time are you happy to spend on the road away from your family. No. Right.
0: And it also depends a lot on like what you you what you were exposed to and what you feel pro wrestling is, right? So to me it feels like more people were exposed to a WWE product in Great Britain than say, you know, maybe somebody else, right? So, you know, for years and years and years, you know, WWE was the end goal for so many people because really that was the only viable option that you had to to really make solid money, right? Um, and again, it depends on what your definition of solid money is. I mean, enough to be comfortable, enough to be super rich, enough to be whatever. But at the end of the day, the minute you arrive on Raw or SmackDown or any of the WWE product, you're instantly more famous than you ever were before. Right? That's that's the honest-to-God truth. And even to this day, that, that might be the case. Now, that probably is the case, and it is the case. Uh, you can't deny that. Um, that being said, again... I th- for the first time, it feels like there's a viable number two option, right? Um, and hopefully that that and then when we talk about helping pro wrestling and helping um, other promotions and and keeping places alive and and being viable options for people, that's that's important. Um, you don't. It's not good to have just one company. Sitting at the top of the mountain writing checks, that, that, that doesn't do anything for the good of everyone. And again, they're 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 you know they don't care about anybody else. They care about their 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 company and their profits and their stockholders and 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 rightfully so. I mean, that's that's called running a business. Um, but as a pro wrestling fan, I would think that you would want more options for more wrestlers so that yeah they they aren't forced to be okay. WWE it is and I've spent ten years developing who I am and what I am, and I'm going to put that all into creative control over, you know, again a lot of the a lot of the things I see and a lot of feedback I get, and again this feels like we we've talked about a lot of WWE stuff. Um, and again, the positives of NXT are there. There are positives. It, it's 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 really a great product on these big shows. I really do feel that. The negative is is that. You don't want people to graduate, <laughs> right? The graduation of people coming from NXT to WWE is almost like a death toll, you know, no, or whatever it's called. Um, you know, it's not it's not a positive thing because you're you, if you if you invest in a character or, you, or if you invest in a wrestler uh, and then they get moved to the big show, it's it's almost like ah oh, fuck, they're gonna fuck it up, right? Um, I mean that's that's my feeling and that's kind of the feedback I'm I'm hearing. Um, so anyway, my little rant there is: listen, finally, we're finally getting a, a a second option for people that they can they can make money. Not everyone's going to be bucks. Not everyone's going to be Kenny Omega, um, who have an, a wonderful opportunity ahead of them uh, to go to the highest bidder, and you know they're going to make plenty of money, and good for them. But. um having a number two option that is in competition is a good thing for everyone
1: agree monopolies in general are bad 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 uh okay question from kuri and i'm going to ask you this question then i'm going to go for a we so um We'll see how long it takes you to answer and it'll be a race against time. See Mm. if I can make it back without needing an edit from editor Dan. It's my, it's my, it's it's my, it's my thought process against your prostate. All right. Yes. (laughs) All right. The race is on. Right. Uh, What are your predictions for the future of the junior heavyweight title? Go.
0: All right. Well, I think as, as sad as I am to say this, because I really want him to move up. And I really want him because I, I really feel like he, it comes under the, the, the thought process that we had of young Bucks in that what else is there to do? What else is there to accomplish being a junior tag? And the young man that I'm speaking about is Kushida. So to me, in Hiromu's absence, I feel like it's, it's, this is back to Kushida's game. Um, I would have loved to have seen him move up, never title, intercontinental title, even tag belts, you know, to to start. You know, I would have no problem with him winning the U.S. title. He spends more time in Ring of Honor than he does anywhere else, it feels like, aside from New Japan, of course. Um, Do I think there's going to be a tournament? Do I think there's, there's going to be a, a G1-esque kind of thing where we decide a new champion? No, I don't. I think it's going to be a number one contain containers, number one containers. It's odd, number one contenders, guys. Uh, Number one contenders match. Tupperware is the number one container. Uh, No, (laughs) I agree. I agree. Um, I think it's going to be a a a singles match. Two top competitors, maybe a Marty Skrull and uh, Kushida. I think Kushida's in the mix. Maybe an El Desperado Kushida, but I think that you got to fall back on what you know. Ishimori is a great, great, great option, right? But I just think right now, you know, it's it, – it, what Hiromo's injury has done is it has not only hurt him and, and physically, and he'll be away for a little bit, but it also hurts the growth of Kushida, who I think will remain a junior. Um, Hiromo is a great option – or, excuse me, um, uh, Ishimori is a great option um, – you do have Skrull. You still have Osprey, right? So you have a lot of things that you can go with. But I, if it's gun to my head, I think Kushida is your best bank option. Do you see any
1: value in putting the title on Bushi for the sort of emotional resonance of it, him winning it for his teammate?
0: Um, That's probably the the one storyline that I would agree with having that happen. I know that we have a lot of Bushi fans, uh and good on you. I'm glad that uh you can connect with Bushi. Uh me, I'm totally okay. <laughs> uh you can have uh a storyline where he is fighting for the honor of of Hiromu and that would be fine. That'd be no no problem with that. But I th- I to me I think that there are even the guys that I just named would be better suited for a IWGP title run.
1: Okay, question from John. Do you think giving Zack Sabre Jr. so many wins over top guys while still being the number two guy in suzuki Unit is leading anywhere specific?
0: I think it adds a really cool dynamic to the group, right? That that um, even though Suzuki is the leader... Zack's like the ace. Zack, Zack is the ace. Like, Zack is not a gatekeeper by any stretch of the imagination. Like, Zack is... Deadly. <laughs> right? Um, so I like that. I actually do like that dynamic. Um I think and I think there's a never champion no never open weight championship in his uh future, to be truthful. So um no, I kind of like the dynamic of the fact that he is a buzzsaw and mows through people. Um, and then there's the uh the evil ringleader of Suzuki that's that's kind of pulling the strings behind the scenes. So nope. I, I like the dynamic of Suzuki gun. Uh, very much. Now, do I like the outside interference? Or of course not. Right? But 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 um, Suzuki might be my favorite faction. To be truthful, it might might very well be my favorite faction. They to me, they are a grimy, gritty, fucking. I, I like. I I just I I just like that dynamic. I, I like them a lot. I, I'm I'm happy with them.
1: Yeah, I think they've made big strides this year as well. They've moved away from the interference. Stuff they seem to be doing it less than they did last year, and mm-hmm. I think each member of Suzuki is bringing something different and something valuable to the table. That
0: is, that is, um, that is, something, and, I'm sorry, and, and and LIJ does that too. And and I and I think that that faction wise, that I love unique dynamics within the group. Right? I really do think that's that... Again, having the, the Spice Girls, right? Right, you need, you need to be fucking Spice Girls. You need to have different personalities within those factions. Um, and I think right now, Suzuki Goon beats LIJ for me, but LIJ is right behind.
1: Now I'm trying to think which members of LIJ map up to which Spice Girl, but I'll leave that for another time. Uh, Adrian says, has there been one match or angle that made you cry as a fan? Um, one one that did get me a bit choked up actually was watching when Daniel Bryan made his return recently when he was in the ring talking about the support from his wife and I don't know there's just something about when you hear someone speaking about someone important in their life and you can just tell how much that person means to them and Daniel Bryan choked up a bit and that sort of got me a bit because I could tell by looking at him and listening to him. That's a, a man who really, really loves his wife. There, so that was a, a very touching moment. Um, what about you? Any yeah. matches or angles that made you cry?
0: Yeah, the, I mean that 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 that's up there in in modern time. Being an adult um, and pro wrestling wise, it's like really kind of like when real life kind of gets in, in the mix, right? That that's that's one of those things. Um, usually, it's those retirement ones, right? Um, I think Shibata coming back the first, you know, when you fought, saw him, it was a complete surprise, and, and at G one, and, and his music hit, and everybody was like what, and he came out, and there were people very emotional in that crowd. Um, that might be one of those again. Me as an adult, where you are kind of like, mm, I'm just gonna swallow this Adam's apple here. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, that's that. That's probably modern. Now as a kid. I do remember uh being very upset when uh <laughs> when Tony Gorea and Rick Martel uh lost the tag team titles. I believe it was to the Moon Dogs, if I'm not mistaken. Um that was a uh sad day. As young Damon uh, wept openly and my mom was like, "What the fuck are you crying about?" <laughs> um yeah, that was uh that was that was the, that was the kid in me. Uh not really understanding what was happening, how these savage moon dogs would even be allowed to participate in a sport like pro wrestling, let alone get a uh, title match and uh, beat my 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 favorites. So that was a uh, that was a heartbreaking loss for me.
1: I want to also give a shout out to Fale against Nagata at the end of the G1 last year, which was Nagata's last G1 match and hearing is it Nogami, the yeah. commentator who was in tears and you could hear how much it meant to him as well. And also uh Jake Roberts Hall of Fame speech. I can't remember when it was, but that one, man, best hall of fame speech ever. If you haven't seen that, go out of your way to check it out. Because that one is very, very powerful. Mm. And the Laps Found podcast did a, a little thing on that. I think it was on their Patreon. And that is just the cold hard truth that life is pain Mm. and well worth seeking out if you haven't heard it yeah
0: and and speaking of Uh, of of that speaking just one more uh, so uh, so search for that because i because i remember that speech and that was tremendous um i do have one more um so when bruiser brody died they had a service for all japan and there was one scene where all the wrestlers came to this uh, memorial that they had set up in the, the arena, and it was Stan Hansen. And Stan Hansen like left a flower in on the thing, and he's just kind of staring at the memorial, and it was just like, "Fuck, oh, boy," <laughs> you know. He's just like, "Oh God Almighty!" Again, it's it's when real life kind of melds into pro wrestling. So, um, if you want a, if you want a good cry. That might be one, and again, listen to that Jake Roberts Hall of Fame one. That might be a good one as well. So, okay, there you go.
1: Adrian also asks, as things stand right now. How do you see Wrestle Kingdom shaking out if you were the Booker? But I need at least a week to think on that. So I will set that challenge for you, Damon. Uh, this time next week, when we record, let's come up with our Wrestle Kingdom thirteen cards, okay. and we can compare notes.
0: Nah, we could do that. Yeah, let's let's, let's uh, Novus
1: yeah uh novice says uh, do you guys think the change in leadership in njpw will be good for the company long term harold's on-screen involvement recently has me concerned coupled with the almost wwe style booking of the tongans and g1 and so we touched on that earlier i suspect that he might have seen the backlash from all the japanese fans on twitter saying it was like wwe stuff and that might have um frightened him a bit so perhaps he's dialed back on that but uh long term i think he he will benefit
0: the company yeah i, I don't i mean no he's going to fucking bury it. Gonna, it's it's tanking um yeah i mean I, I i think the jury is still out um look under his under his watchful eye and then his leadership we got a sold out madison square garden so uh and uh, revenues are high, and business is good. That's So I, I get where people kind of hand wave that kind of stuff. I want to watch wrestling just to watch wrestling and have fun. I get it. I understand. But there is a business behind it, and, and a lot of people find it interesting, myself included. I do find that stuff interesting. Um, and I think uh, so far, so good. Jory's still out on his tenure, but um, – I'm going to remain positive and say that it'll be good for the company and i think his involvement will be limited if 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 any moving forward
1: okay we've got a question from john who says who is the better wrestler horse mask or pro wrestler sengoku now i don't know who horse mask is could you
0: enlighten me please me horse mask i no, i don't know what yeah. i don't know what that is don't know what that is okay <laughs> next question then uh
1: rory asked watching the g1 on my phone with my cat and she seems to particularly enjoy stroking ibushi and Zack sabre jr does scampi have any interest in wrestling any favorites so i did answer that earlier but i do want to jump in with a, a slight anecdote from yesterday when i was playing some super mario world on my uh, super nintendo classic with some friends and scampi jumped up and started trying to he was pouring at the tv Trying to uh, attack or catch the the little sprites and mushrooms and goombas and koopa troopers, whatever it was on the screen. So, um, Scampi seems to enjoy Super Mario World more than pro wrestling, for what that's worth. I get nothing. Nothing from Damon. <laughs> uh, next question, then. Alex Richards says, with the icy title on ice, which belt has become the number two title in New
0: Japan? Look, it's still the I- Intercontinental. It, I mean. It- In that company, Intercontinental is number two. Now, again, I know it's been, as we like to call it, on ice and uh, hasn't been defended and we have problems with that. Okay, it's still the number two. Um, And then underneath that, it's for me, it's never U.S. um, in that order.
1: Okay, Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that as well. Uh, Rory also asked, what Damon's thoughts on the Nagata-Akiyama feud? Interesting in revisiting it. After hearing about it on Omakase, the uh, Voices of Wrestling show that John Carroll does, mm-hmm. uh, they did a, a whole show about um, classic matches from uh, Pro Wrestling Noah, I believe. So, your thoughts on Nagata, Akiyama, and anything uh, that Rory should check out?
0: Huh. Um, there, there, there. That whole time frame is good. Akiyama is one of those guys that. I I feel like anyway is even in the, in the past 10 years has been really solid. He's really one of those guys that, that, but I, but vast, I hate using vastly overrated. Nobody's I saw somewhere on Twitter. Nobody's just where they're supposed to be. Everybody's either underrated or overrated, Uh, but underrated. I really do. Um, You know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I probably would need to go back and revisit some of that stuff because Truth be told, nothing's popping in my head, but I'm guaranteeing you there's there's good stuff. So uh, let me let me get back to you next week on that, and because I feel like I had to do some rewatching on that, because not a lot's coming to hit my, to my mind, but I feel like there there was great stuff, but I can't answer that properly. So I'll get back to you next week on that. I promise.
1: Full Nelson Mandela says, "Any guesses who NJPW might send over for the ROH NJPW Global War shows through?" New England in November. As a Maine native, I'm insanely excited to see any NGPW talent right in Lewiston, Maine, 35
0: minutes from my house. Ishii, Suzuki, any big four action? Mm. Suzuki's one of those guys who only goes to Vegas in the United States, it feels like. Um, he's a, he's a, uh, he goes to the UK a lot, but he doesn't really do anything here. Um, like, like, like those Ring of Honor tours. Like I never saw, he was never on any of the previous ones that I went to, New York or Philly or anything like that. Um I think it's a guarantee you'll see Kushida, right? He seems to always be on these shows. Uh, I think you'll see again, if you could- LIJ they always go over there. Yep. Yep. I think you're right there. Um I don't think you'll see a Nagata. I don't think you'll see um a juice. I don't I I I don't think you will. Uh, I could be wrong, but I don't I don't see that lig L.I.J., kushida um I'm trying to think of like j white maybe maybe a j white um i i probably stick with that world maybe even maybe even liger liger likes to fucking get as many us visits as he can <laughs> he likes the breakfasts here <laughs> uh, and he can go to bass pro shops he's a big fisher uh, so I would say Liger, Kushida, L.I.J. are your safe bets. And and good for you. I'm glad that that they're coming by you. They're, they're actually doing a show at, um, Joel, this means a lot. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs are my favorite hockey team. And, uh, I think, uh, they're doing a show at, so they play at an arena, a new modern arena, the Air Canada. Well, that's not even, Rogers Center, it's now, it was the Air Canada Center, um, uh, but before they used to play at a building, historic, old as dirt, um, Maple Leaf Gardens. And and they're doing a show. Ring of Honor and New Japan are doing a show at that old venue. It's been remodeled and everything. But it's it's the old Maple Leaf Gardens. And I'm like, oh, fuck. How great would it be to go up there to see a show in Maple Leaf Gardens? I'm like, I'm really strongly trying to think, all right, it's a 12-hour drive. It's this. It's Because I've done it before. I've driven to Toronto a few times. Um I'm thinking about doing that one, just, just just to fucking do that. That might be fun. So uh, maybe Damon will take a ride up to Toronto and uh, make that happen for us. All right.
1: Cool. Uh, Tom Talk Stuff says, outside of the Big Four, Omega, Naito, Tanahashi, Okada, who is likely to have an IWGP Heavyweight Championship reign next? Um, I would personally have said Ibushi, but I'm not so sure now, now that he did not win the G1 Climax.
0: Yeah, I think that was the opportunity, right? I mean, truth be told, I don't think that there's anybody that we haven't... Uh, top four is a top four for a reason. And, th- like, if there's going to be a title change, it's going to be one of those guys. I don't. It's not going to be an Ishii. It's not going to be a, you know, Godo. It's not going to be a fucking, you know... It's going to be one of those four guys. We uh, Again, not everybody can be that guy. And even though I, I thought Ibushi's time, it could possibly be... Not that he would win it, but... Um, he would challenge in a big venue. Uh, and, if, and then again, that's, I still don't think that's going to happen. But when, I'm a little shaky on. But if it's going to be a title change, it's going to be one of those top four guys. Yeah, but the question
1: is, who will be the first person outside of those big four to win it? None of them. None of them. What, so no one is going to win the
0: IWGP heavyweight title ever again? No, 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 no. Well, I don't know. I mean, but I don't think it's any of those, like, in current modern day New Japan. I mean, who who are they grooming? I mean, do you think Juice? Do you think Hangman Page? Do you think... Uh, Sanada? I don't think he is. I really don't. So I know people are going to be like, fuck you. Really? I'm-
1: so you think there's no one on the current roster who's going to win it in the future?
0: No i don't
1: i mean what about young lines? that's what i'm saying like
0: so yeah it'll be like it'll be like a like one of those or maybe even like a a, a, you know a show or a um you know yeah he's too short he's not winning it he's not winning it all right but i mean listen it's it's amazing things what happens when you hit the weight room and unbelievable uh i mean i mean uh no, I, I I don't. I don't think it's any of the current people right now are are IWGP heavyweight. What champion.
1: if What if Shibata comes
0: back? I here's he maybe. I'll give you I'll give you a solid maybe, but I don't think he can compete at that level. I mean, he, he's not... He would have to be... Be honest with me. Even if he got medical clearance, do you think he could be the Shibata of old? And, and would you want him to be the Shibata of old?
1: I think if he's cleared, sure. I mean, he's an adult. He's a professional. He knows what he's doing. He can make his own decisions. If he wants to go back and do all that stiff work and
0: headbutts, then... I fully support his decision. I mean, I do too. And I've always been the guy that's been like... That that would say those same things. Joel, his... The way that he worked nearly killed him. It nearly killed him. Now I'm not saying I want
1: to see that stuff. But if he wants to do that, then who am I to say... Don't do it. Work a bit safer. I mean, I, I, I understand. from personal note, I would say there's about like 10 different moves that if they... Cut them from the New Japan um, Arsenal and never use them again. I'll be totally fine with that. I
0: I, I don't see anybody on the uh, like in the current like the step down from the top four, like the step down from that. I just don't see anybody winning the the heavyweight title. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a really uh, actually a good thing. Um, I think it's going to come from someone deeper in the mix. Um young, and maybe even somebody that we don't even know yet um, is going to, to be the, the, the person that kind of makes his way to the top four.
1: I'll tell you what, Yoshida, Ayato Yoshida has got the look about him. Mm-hmm. He's got the size, mm-hmm. the good looks. He's young. He's talented. So I think he would be one to keep your eye on in the future.
0: Uh, I, I tend to agree with that as well. I tend to agree, agree with that as well. Again, we're looking for sp- special. We're looking for special. Not great. We're looking for special, and um, unless somebody really catches fire. Now, again, unless somebody really catches fire, like, like again, Kenny Omega. I mean, Kenny Omega was brought in not to be a junior. We know that, right? But I don't really think anyone, when when Omega did, you know, you know, turned on AJ at at Cork and Hall. I don't think anybody really could have predicted how fucking red hot Kenny Omega became, right? Um, so, again, could they do that with somebody else? Yes. But what I'm saying right now is that I just don't see anybody else taking that. I, I, you know, I I just don't. Could they do it with somebody? Of course. But, again, magic in a bottle has to occur. And Kenny Omega had that and did that and, and made the most of the situation. But, you know. Um, I think we're looking at Young Lions first
1: uh, okay Um, Ryan says
0: I'm going to Japan for the
1: first time for Wrestle Kingdom next year what's the must-do list for first time is going to Tokyo I'll be there roughly a week so I would say eat lots of tuna tuna sushi because the tuna in Japan is mind-blowingly good uh, visit to Shinjuku Gyoen if I'm cr- pronouncing that correctly the big park in the middle of the city is very very beautiful mm-hmm uh have lots of drinks from the vending machines eat lots of crisps from Seven Eleven. um what else and go for a drink in the golden guy district yeah. where there's all those interesting little themed bars um damon anything else that you would recommend for a first time in tokyo I,
0: my advice would be this go with an open mind an open palate um and uh be be on your best behavior Right, and what do I mean by that? Well, one, explore all the different foods. Eat things that you might not be familiar with. Eat things that you might not necessarily necessarily gravitate to. Um, the good news is is that many places know that you you know you're a Westerner, um, and you'll have a little bit of a deer in a headlight look, and will give you an English menu. You'd be surprised. Um, the The beef is tremendous. So any type of steak will be unbelievable i'm not even saying like the expensive cuts i'm saying just regular bare bones uh stuff great the sushi again did i
1: to it's right did i tell you i went to kobe during my dominion trip
0: no did yeah, you yeah
1: we went to kobe we had kobe beef and oh my god Damn it's just it ruined me yeah it was just mind-blowingly
0: delicious. Uh, I
1: can't go back to normal steak after that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I had um I forget where uh it was, but yeah, I I, have, I I don't even I I I I think it was Kobe, but um not in Kobe, but like like Kobe cut or steak or whatever. Um, uh and yeah, but even like I, like steak that I didn't even know what was what kind of cut it was was just fucking tremendous. Like just unbelievable. I went into it, again, this was during the G1 and it was so fucking hot, and I was just looking for some place to go. But you know me; I'm fucking terrible, and I'm like, I feel awkward in every fucking situation. So I had to go in this place alone. I'm like, oh fuck. So I kind of went into a place that kind of looked a little bit Western style, which is a mistake. Don't fucking do that dumb trap that I do. Um, go explore. Go into crazy tiny places. But I know, I know how people are, so I, I can't fault you for not. But. And it was like a bar-y kind of place, and I went in. Oh, of course, all Japanese, but I was just like, all right, "What am I going to do?" Um, and they gave me an English menu, which was very nice. Um, they also had, if you again, if you're going, in, oh, you're going in wet during Wrestle Kingdom, um, but in the summer they ha- they they have these beers, but they're on the top. They put like this slushy, um, like like almost like whipped creamy looking, but it's slush. It's ice beer on top of the beer, right? Oh my God. It was so refreshing. Cause it was so cold that to this beer and it was so great. Uh, that was great. But again, my advice, like, the cheapest run of the mill sushi is tremendous sushi. Um, explore, um, the, uh, family marts and the, uh, uh, Lawsons of, of there's one every five steps, right? But go in, pick, get snacks that you just think look cool and try them. Um, you gotta get the tonkatsu sandwich. Oh, they're so fucking good on the softest white bread, no crusts. Um on God's green earth. Um, the what's that? Onigari is it? The rice and the and the tuna inside. They're cheap, like two two hundred yen, and delicious. Vending machines, absolutely. Um, now, now you gotta go to you gotta do the touristy thing. So you gotta at least see once the Shinjuku crossing, right? um your yogi yeah park. it should be a scramble yep. do
1: a, a, a time-lapse video stand there for you know a couple of minutes and get a few rounds yep. of that
0: yep it is an amazing thing the massive humanity that you'll see uh your yogi park is pretty cool um it's a beautiful park um you get you got to see a couple temples right um you just have to because they're just stunningly unbelievably beautiful and really kind of take your breath away um again you're going in the winter um you got to get ramen you got to hit a ramen shop, right? You the best Konkotsu ramen, that's oh. the
1: best with like the, the pork bone broth that's yep. made for like 20 hours. That's yep. good shit. Fucking
0: amazing. Again, food it, it, even if you're not exploratory type, you can get the best burger you ever had. You know what I mean? You can find um Great sandwiches, and you can find just interesting desserts and delicious things that, again, are just beautifully made. And everybody takes pride in what they're making, and it's just really great. Um, now, best behavior be quiet, talk in your quiet voice. You're on the train, shut your fucking mouth, right? Uh, don't go on your cell phone, don't go on your mobile phone, uh, chatting away. Uh, you're with your friends, you're, you're look, you got a couple drinks. Don't even fucking say a word, right? <laughs> don't make a peep uh, because you don't want to stand that. You don't want to be the ugly tourist, right? You're on the streets. Be respectful. Um, you're not going to find many trash cans, which is odd, right? So you're going to be carrying your trash, right, um, until you get back to your hotel or what have you. Um, now, there are places that have bins, but usually they're in front of stores, but they're not a lot. I'm telling you right now. It's not like there's a trash can every block. You're going to bring a bag your shit in that wrappers all that stuff they' going to go into a bag that you're gonna carry um bring extra money for a wrestling shop you you want to go to uh, uh all the wrestling shops because you're you're just gonna have fun and spend money uh, and have a good time you know what I mean it, they are the most polite people the, the best people uh I, I I always say it I'm gonna say it again there is this is your first time there is life before Tokyo and there is life after Tokyo. And I promise you, the minute that trip ends for you and you're at Narita or wherever you're flying back, you in your mind are going to be saying to yourself, How in the fuck can I make it to get back here? I promise you, anybody who goes once almost always goes twice.
1: I'm going to throw in a few more suggestions eat some yakitori go to a smoky Mm. little yakitori bar and eat eat all the weird shit you know the the heart the liver the spleen the diaphragm the tongue colon rectal (laughs) whatever they got on the menu just try it all uh drink lots of strong zeros yes uh don't drink too many before you go to the show though uh go and eat some kaiten sushi with the conveyor belt stuff that's a lot of fun um just go and eat in the the little cafes like you know where the salary men eat where you order your food on the machine because they're excellent I did a day trip to Kamakura to see the big uh, Buddha thing there. That was really cool. And I'm just scrolling through my photos here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I had the the vending, the drinks vending machines are great because you can get the hot drinks from there as well. So it will be cold there. So get enjoy some hot coffee, some hot soup. You can get from the vending machines, little tins of soup, which are great as well. Um, Nakano Broadway is really cool oh, so if yes. you go to the upper floors there you can see all the, the geeky stuff, the little models and figurines and things like that um, Is it Akihabara where the, mm-hmm. there's all like the, the game stuff the arcades and stuff, there's a really cool retro game shop called, I think it's called Super Potato, which has got five floors of all retro gaming stuff and memorabilia and a little arcade in there, that's really cool um, My friend Saki took us to a place, I think it was called taito t-a-i-t-o T A I T O, which was really cool it was quite quiet all sort of suburban out of the way but had a really nice sort of rustic charm to it and um buy some gashapon toys the little vending machines where you can get the toys out like what ryu hazuki does in shenmu so oh and eat yakiniku the the barbecue meat oh, grill yeah. thing on your table and there's probably more stuff but oh, that's yeah. all that's coming to mind so far i mean
0: look Again, it's 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 my favorite city in the world. There's so much to do. The I, I, like I'm I'm actually scrolling through my pictures now, and the one of the most depressing things is um, when you're in Narita and you're you checked in and you're going through the first round of security. You go around and you go down a flight of stairs, and there is a sign there, and it says, "We hope to see you again," and. As you go down the stairs, and it's just like, oh fuck, I gotta go back. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. Look, you're. I wish I wish I could have a first time again because it is so awesome, so great. Um, yeah, uh, look, just go have a good time. Uh, have have a great time. I mean, that's the best I can tell you. Um, Riberas, did you go to Riberas? no I didn't I did I, I went I went to Verberas. um I think I think as a wrestling fan the first time you go you, you gotta go um, it, it, I, I I have mixed feelings about it because you know I've been once and um, I've been a few times actually and it's okay but but it, to say that you were there is is kind of like more of more of the thing than anything else. Um, the new Japan store itself uh, I'm gonna tell you right now it's not that great. But you're not gonna see everything there is to buy at the New Japan store. In fact, it's pretty underwhelming. The coolest part about it is is that you can say that, oh my god, I'm fucking right here at the New Japan store. But inside, you're probably better off waiting, right? And buying stuff at the the Wrestle Kingdom. Because the outside um uh vendor, you know, where they have all the t shirts, they have everything there as opposed to the New Japan store. It's really weird. Um Everything that you see on your the, that catalog that they they bring out every year is there at that at that those tables outside the uh, Tokyo Dome, um, as opposed to the store. So that's a pro tip for you right there. Oh, we could talk all. The, we should just do a show on going to Tokyo. <laughs> we really oh, I could do so it. do that, Damon. Yeah, I mean, maybe no problem. Maybe, could maybe talk about
1: that for hours.
0: Maybe maybe we do that because uh, as we get closer to Wrestle Kingdom, I'm sure there's going to be first timers and second timers and. Um. Yeah, and as many pro tips as we can fucking give you maybe that's maybe that would be a great show
1: one thing I want to do this year is do I, I know you, you probably don't know this but the game Shenmue I want to do the Shenmue pilgrimage and visit the place where it was based on Dabita. I don't know if I'll be able to talk my wife into that because I think that might be one geek step too far for her <laughs> but uh, if there's any other Shenmue fans making their way to Wrestle Kingdom then let me know maybe we, we can go and do that geeky shit together there you go um okay so other questions then uh robert van Damonator asked vince russo is brought in to book wrestle kingdom what does the card look like what happens no. how many swerves now i'm not going to answer this because uh, my friend bushy lives matters at engobanabas 20 wrote this amazing list of 30 ideas along this line so i've just asked him to help me find them i will retweet that your way uh, mr van Damonator, and you can enjoy his takes um other questions here uh Greatest living American author uh, Luke Stack says, everyone's wondering about Omega, Bucks, possibly leaving for WWE. My new fear is that Okada will, since he likes to watch a gorilla position each time he visits. When his contract is up, uh, or is he simply paranoid? I can't see Okada going to WWE.
0: Neither can I. But I said the same thing about Nakamura, to be truthful. Um, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Your, your first and foremost concern should be Kenny and Bucks, because that's, that's a legitimate threat. A legitimate threat um no i don't i don't uh i would say less than 50 percent worried than about okada
1: okay uh adam asks who's the next junior to move to heavyweight i would have said Kashida, but the hiromu injury as you mentioned is probably gonna put that on ice for a while
2: mm-hmm.
0: yep that injury that injury like i said does does more than just you know, take Hiromo out of action and, and, and again, hopefully recovering as quickly as possible. It's, it's, it's going to put on ice as we say, um, anybody moving up. That's for sure.
1: Matt says, what's your dream lineup for world tag league and why are Aussie open in said lineup? So are there mm-hmm. any, uh, non new Japan affiliated tag teams that you would like to see in the world tag league this year?
0: Kyle O'Reilly and, uh, Roderick strong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh they're fucking awesome aren't they I, they're one of my favorites i'm they're, sorry
0: yeah they're gonna be my tag team
1: of the year almost certainly
0: they're they're, oh, they're the bucks
1: oh i don't know yeah. it's hard
0: yeah yeah it's that one's a little that one is hard um so just as a side note you're not going to believe this as i'm looking out, you know how where i do my show my show your show our show um i'm looking out my window right now uh, in my office. And I look out across. This is the same house where the young lady dropped her kid. Remember that one? Right now I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five wild turkeys walking across this woman's lawn right now. They're, one of them is massive. One of them is the size of a fucking bush. And the other ones, I, I'm assuming, are offspring. They are all wild turkeys literally walking around a uh, a middle class <laughs> suburban neighborhood, right now.
1: <laughs> right. You should go grab one for your lunch. Uh
0: no, I can't. I could never kill. I, I, I like, listen. I, I, it's highly hypocritical of me, um, because I do consume the meat. Um, don't isolate that audio, please. <laughs> um, the, but I could never. I, I'm not a hunter. I could never. I could never do that. Just, just not in my DNA. I can't fucking do it.
1: Okay, uh, Matt says, which of these three matches would you like to see at the Dome? Out of Ibushi against Zack Sabre Jr. for the U.S. title, Ishii against Goto for the NEVER title, or Ishii Suzuki for the NEVER title?
0: First one was it? Uh, um, Zack and Ibushi uh, against Zack. Yep, I'll go with that. That would be my my first pick. That's that's more. I think I think there's more upside to that match than any of the others. So I'll take that one. That's that that's that that's the um, easy money, if you will.
1: And a tying question to that, Miss Bryony says, what do you think is in store for Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom? Uh, I was thinking a Neville shot against Goto. Uh, do you want to save that for our Wrestle Kingdom yeah. um,
0: fantasy booking show? Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. Let's, let's hold off for that because uh, I really want to put some thought into that one. I can't. I don't know what if I just want to go off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, I'll put some thought into that one and uh, we'll give you our full thoughts for Wrestle Kingdom. All
1: right, um, well, let's start winding this down. Uh, Maybe a couple more. George says, in the past year, what wrestler have you most changed your opinion on one way or the other?
0: Mm. That's a great question, actually. Um, Might be Suzuki-Gun in general, right? Um, El Desperado, probably top of the list. Um, I think overall, I think the biggest switcheroo, and again, this, this goes back a while, but... Naïto, I was again. I, I'm pretty infamous for being the the guy that's like, I don't fucking get this shit, and everybody was on board about you know Naïto, and it took me. I was probably the last guy on the fucking Naïto train. Um. Anybody else that like I'm kind of maybe Juice, where I'm all in on Juice now, um, whereas before that was definitely a head scratcher for me. Um. But I think most recently probably Suzuki going in El Desperado
1: yeah I was going to say Despi too he was just a, a bit player at first but now he's become I think uh, quite a major fixture in the junior division but uh, we'll see how that plays out going forward uh, Shane says Kawato or Shota who's going to be the biggest star I would put my money on Shota
0: mm, that's a really fucking tough one <sighs> I think both I think both are going to be in that mix and yeah <laughs> Those are the two that, again, the future of the company. Um, I, 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 it's hard to say now. Flip a coin, and I don't think you're going to go wrong with either one. I know that's I know that's a real fucking hot take, but I real I truly believe you could go either way, and I don't think we're going to have a problem with either one of them. I think both of them are going to be really high up in that mix. So. Um, lot lots of good things to look forward to there.
1: Okay, well, we're rapidly approaching the three-hour mark, so let's uh, stick yeah. a pin in it there, uh, Damon. Any last words you want to say before we get out of here?
0: I will say this: this is these are like I always go into these shows with a little bit of oh, how are we going to fucking pull this one off, right? <laughs> um, but I, I I love the fact that it's a mixed bag of shit right <laughs> right it's a mixed bag i love that um always don't call it shit
1: that's it's shit sort of a mixed bag of nice things it is but here's the thing a multi-pack of different flavors strong
0: zero that's exactly or, what this a
1: multi-pack of walker's crisps
0: yep that's exactly okay let's go that shit was the... was not really like i meant shit just as stuff not as in terrible stuff um but they always wind up being one of some of my favorite shows now i'm sure we get feedback of what the fuck they're never talking about... But, um, it is what it is. I, I enjoy doing these shows. Thank you. for Again, it was all about you, the listeners, who uh, supplied all these questions. So we definitely appreciate everyone for uh, taking the time, letting, uh, giving us your question, and letting us give you our opinion. So uh, I do have one thing uh, that I failed to mention a few times. So I'm going to go mention this right now. Um, all in is uh, Sa- uh, September 1st, right? So uh, everyone's looking forward to all in. Well, guess what? There is going to be a meetup. And again, we mentioned him earlier, the great Doug Fowler, right? Remember Doug? Doug uh, from uh, Reddit and um, the the moderator there. Well, there is going to be a meetup, right? Yes, there is. So if you're interested in meeting up with fellow New Japan friends... Uh, fellow uh, All In fans, Young Bucks fans, all that stuff. Here's where you should go. Uh, there's a post on Squared Circle, Reddit Squared Circle, uh, all, uh, Squared Circle Meetup inside uh, Chicago, of course, where it is. And uh, there is a post there. The uh, Here's where it is. It's Friday, August 31st, and it's immediately following the AAW show. Um, so that's at the, uh, Emporium in Logan Square. Again, get there on Friday. It's always a great time. We had our meetup uh, in Long Beach. It was such a fucking blast. Um, there's going to be a ton of people. So please check it out. If you're going all in, check out that meetup. Doug Fowler, I'm finally getting to this. Uh, so I know you're going to kill me, but it is there. Uh, again, the Friday before the all in show go to squared circle the facebook get all the details there uh but it should be a fun time i know there'll be some voices of wrestling people there as well so uh fun times had by all all in Meetup, squared circle check out the pin post and uh have a great time kids why don't you excellent
1: i'm very envious that i'm going to be missing out on that so uh it just remains for me to say uh please do have a look at our discords group i think the link will be up i think it's pinned to the twitter page so if you fancy joining in and uh chatting to us then you can do that uh, big thank you to editor dan although i don't think he's got anything to edit in this one does he oh. um so please visit his youtube channel 219 films in spite of him not having as much to do as he usually does this time and uh, please subscribe to the Voices Wrestling Podcast Network. Give us a five-snake review on iTunes. If you write a funny review, we'll read it out on air. Follow us on Twitter, at the SuperJcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and
0: goodbye.